0: Today, we're going to be discussing our amazing trip to New Orleans, Louisiana for WrestleMania 34. Hello and welcome to the Wrestlemania newspaper diaries. We are just weeks away from Wrestlemania 35 and today I'm glad to say I am joined by Danny from the House of Honor podcast and Sean from the Impact Zone podcast. Today is the final episode in the three-part episode discussing our previous trips to Wrestlemania and today we're going to be discussing our amazing trip to New Orleans, Louisiana, for WrestleMania 34. So, Danny, Sean, how are you both doing? Not too bad. How are you guys? I said that both at the same time, so hopefully you both talk over each other. Um, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Danny, how are you? Are you puffing oh, on my e-cig?
1: Life couldn't be better here, fucking shit and rainbows. Am I
0: still allowed to swear? Yeah, do whatever you want. So, right, I'm gonna start off with a question, right? We'll start off with you, Danny. How did you end up deciding what put this over the line for you to think, right? Fuck it, I'm going to New Orleans for WrestleMania. Um,
1: my experience at 33, to be quite honest with you. Um it was I, I kind of made this decision late. I think it was November, uh, where normally I'll try and get my flight booked in September. But the, um, the there was a lot of messing around with the flights. I got was lucky enough to get a direct flight from Heathrow over to New Orleans. But then coming back, um, there was a couple of stops: one at Dallas, and then one at um, one at Heathrow before going back to Manchester. Um, so it was it was pain in the backside finding flights that were uh, affordable and not thirty two hours in transit. I uh, finally found them, and that was when I definitely made my decision.
0: Right, I see, I see. And for you, Sean, this was obviously your debut at WrestleMania. What what pushed it over the line for you? I know you was late booking it, but you want to tell everyone when, how, why? Yeah, if. I was.
2: I was just at home one day scrolling through Facebook, um, just through some of the Facebook groups, and I just, I just put it out there. Oh. Who's going to WrestleMania? And then this lovely woman, Leanne, she messaged me, she's like, if you want to go, let me know and I'll tell me what budget you've got. I can find you tickets, I can find you flights, I can find you hotels. Within within twenty four hours, she'd sent me all the relevant links and I was like, Okay, fuck it, I'm going.
0: What, was she your agent or something, or just some woman no, off she, the street? Just some, just some
2: woman from uh, uh, from the wrestling groups on Facebook. Ah, oh, I see, I see. And she she was just pointing me in the right directions. Of uh, okay, well, this hotel will be good because you know you're on a cheap, like a cheaper budget. You know, this get this flight and stuff like that. Is this uh, Leanne, the the Irish
3: girl?
1: It from is. The- yeah, she is dead helpful. She's on yeah. the WrestleMania thirty-five UK travel group, yeah. and um, I-, I believe she's just had a flight cancelled for, yeah. um, for 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 uh, New York because of this uh, recall of the Boeing's after the Ethiopian Airways crash. So uh, I
2: hope she gets there
1: all right. She is normally really, really helpful to everyone.
2: Yeah, she honestly, if it wasn't for her, I would have gone because this was in January. That I booked it. So it was only, what, three months out. And it was literally just, okay, book it all. In about three weeks, it was all booked. Which is kind of why I didn't go this year. But at least I now know for future, i.e. next year for WrestleMania 36. <laughs> Danny, Daniel, don't let me down. Uh, you know well, what? I'm going to be there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I make the de- I make the decision on April the tenth every year that I'm going.
1: <laughs> so wh- whilst we're here and I'm trying to get myself out of an awkward situation, Daniel, what uh, what was your plans? When did you decide?
0: I basically I think I think I was always going to go after Orlando. I was really annoyed that I missed WrestleMania thirty in New Orleans, um, and I thought, oh, sorry, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I really wanted to go. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I just saved for the tickets as normal, everything like that. Got the tickets in November. Got the rest of the tickets in January. Got my flight about a week before we flew, <laughs> and that I don't know. That was about it. Um. <laughs> so so we flew on the Tuesday, Sean. That's right. From obviously from separate airports. Yeah. yeah. Um. And Danny, you were the Thursday, weren't you? I was, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you were the Thursday. So I'll just talk to you, Sean. So, Sean, what, what you set off, you went for him, I'm guessing, from Heathrow, seeing you live basically on the airport itself. Yeah. Um, oh,
2: what what a morning that was. Go on. So, my, a good friend of mine, he was dropping me off at the airport because he works over there. He was like, OK, I'll pick you up about half past three in the morning. I can drop you off because my flight was at like half past five, six o'clock. Let alone I was working the night before until 12, I went to bed, I set my alarm for 3 o'clock. Problem was, I didn't turn my alarm on. So, he's, he's downstairs, ringing my phone, got 20 missed calls from him. He then decides to ring the door about a quarter to four. That is when I finally get out of bed and go, oh, fuck, I need to put some clothes on and just go. You fucking dickhead. (laughs) Are you joking? The (laughs) biggest trip of your life and you sat there in bed. Honestly, and it gets better then as well. So I get to the airport, get to Heathrow. Mm. I'm like, right, I'm going to get some breakfast. I had a pre-flight beer as you always have to. It's the law. Yeah, it's the law. I did check in on Facebook as well, so it did happen. <laughs> I'm sat there, I've had my food. I then go and sit down in, in the lounge, close my eyes for what feels like 30 seconds. Next thing I know, last call for Chicago, please. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake, that's my flight. I need to run down to the gate. So not only was I late getting up, I then missed my flight as well.
0: What, how have you managed to do that?
2: I don't know. I'm surprised I can do anything at the moment.
0: See, let what, let, what, let what alone norm- get
2: myself to New Orleans and get myself back.
0: What normal people do is like find what gate it's at. Yeah, they look what time it is, they locate the gate. See, right, that's the gate. I'll stay close to it. And then make sure the back for us. A... If I can do it,
2: Sean, I'm sure you can. Have you not seen the size of Heathrow? Well, gate... No, Manchester airports are big. One. Gate one and gate 50 is like three quarters of a mile away from each other.
0: Well, that makes it even worse then. If you know the airport's that <laughs> damn big, do you know what I mean? You prepare yourself. You don't say, all right, all right, I'm going Heathrow. Uh, I'll, I'll go to gate two, even though I'm at gate 48.
1: Oi, <laughs> oi. <Oy, oy. laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. right so you flew on the it was the tuesday morning when it's you're talking about the monday night going into tuesday yeah
2: yeah
0: right yeah i was in the same boat i was up at about four o'clock i think got to the airport i think i was watching raw from the night before on my ipad on the airport um but my flight listen to this right instead of you flew i'm guessing heathrow where'd you fly from sean heathrow to
2: i went heathrow to chicago and then Chicago and New Orleans. Well, while this was going on, I, for
0: some reason, had, like, the world's worst flight. I, f- I was flying from Manchester to Brussels, which, for anyone who doesn't know, is in the complete opposite direction to America. <laughs> so I fly from Manchester to Brussels. I get to Brussels for, like, a four-hour changeover.
3: Oh.
0: And I'm sat in Brussels thinking, oh, my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> the plane's full of people who don't speak English. So I'm thinking, what is going on? Like You know, the people who serve you food or whatever, they could just like, that. the first language they were speaking wasn't English. And I thought, (laughs) oh my God, what is going on here? Um, So I flew from there to Washington Dullies or something. And um, I'm there for about, I had another five hour wait there. I think it was like a total of 20 hours to get to New Orleans. You see, this is what I was saying earlier. It was
1: so, so hard to find flights over there that were... You know, they were they
0: were decent and affordable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I thought I don't really want to pay an extra three hundred quid to just do you know what I mean to like what save myself yeah. five hours. But yeah, no, I totally get that, mate. So yeah, Sean, how did you get to like the center of New Orleans to your hotel that night?
2: Uh, so as I was on my flight, I met this couple. They they were both going to WrestleMania. So, I just got chatting to them. <laughs> and then, as we, as we landed and went through the airport, we all kind of just jumped in a cab together.
0: Oh, so that's all right then. Did you, how good, I know Danny Yulis in this as well. You probably get that feeling, don't you? Because they have the big WrestleMania signs up all yeah. over the airport. Yeah. It was... Yes. It... Don't really remember that from 33. Yeah, there
1: was there was there was a lot of them up there. Like,
0: I must have missed them. Must have missed them. Saw so him at thirty-four. So, Sean, you hitchhiked this lift to your <laughs> hotel.
2: Much.
0: Yeah. Um. So, then, well, I'm guessing that night, what did you do? Did you go out? Did you just relax?
2: Uh, yeah. I went, um. Yeah, because we knew went to the basketball, didn't we?
0: Oh no, you must be a day ahead of me, Sean. You must have not flown on the Monday. I flew the Monday to the Tuesday, and then the next day
2: I went to basketball. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So I I flew the Tuesday morning. Tuesday going on to Wednesday. Yeah, so I was I was yeah. I landed Tuesday I, afternoon.
0: Do you remember last night that conversation about why we take notes? Um right, so yeah, so I got to <laughs> I,
2: <laughs>
0: I, I got I I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Guys, I'm signing off. <laughs> yeah. See you later, John. <laughs> um yeah, so basically so that night I got to New Orleans. Um, and I just thought, right, I'll have a mooch out. So I walked to the Superdome, which was about five minutes from the hotel I was staying at. And I think I sent you a video, Danny, dinner not mm-hmm. Of it all lit up from the outside. Yeah, it was the night
1: before I was coming over um, that you sent me the video. I don't know. I think you took it the night before. Um, right. But I was I was sat in, sat in the house watching, I think there was football on. Um, it may have been the Champions League mid-weekend or something, a Wednesday night game. And I just remember getting all these photos and these videos coming fr- coming over from you. And it really got me in the mood. It really got me excited.
0: Yeah, because that stadium looks amazing. That's going to be the best visual from any stadium that we probably go to for WrestleMania. At night, at least, when it's little. Definitely. It is amazing. So, we'll go back to Sean's first day. So, you're probably on the, on the plane at this point, Sean, aren't you? While... I I just had a walk to the stadium the yeah. next day, and I thought, right, I'm gonna head to Bourbon Street. I watched the Liverpool Man City Champions League game. I thought, right, gonna... what I was watching. Yeah, probably will have been. That was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah, it was horrible. So I, I got myself a beer in one of these bars in. Well, on Bourbon Street, uh, I seen a few people in this Mania chat were posting where they were going for the game. And I
2: thought, oh, I'm not sure if they're really going to like me because I was complaining about tipping the week (laughs) before. That was the one thing I remember before I actually met you. Um, I text Neil and I was like, this fucking Dan, this window cleaner, he sounds like a right prick. (laughs) Anger, anger, tip no one.
0: Well, when I clean these windows, I don't I don't knock Lex, on the door not, and go, can boys, I do two dollars?
1: Boys, can we really not get into the whole tip and think, I've <laughs> heard this conversation four or five times, and as much sense as anyone will make about cultural differences, he won't listen, so there's really no point in getting into it.
0: Right, so we'll change the subject. So, the best football team from Liverpool, that is Liverpool, were 3-0 up at half-time against Manchester City. And... Um, how many joking with you Danny? it it was it was a horrible first half because liverpool were 3-0 up and well i can definitely speak for me and danny we we don't like liverpool um so i'd i'd arranged to meet i think me i think it was welsh danny and neil that idiot from leeds and um so at half time i go outside and i thought where is all this music coming from it's a roasting hot day just picture it you've had a few drinks the strip is there, but it's the middle of the day, and you thought, I thought it'd be empty. Everyone'd be empty. So I popped my head round this cl- this well bar called Razoo's, as we'd later know it as, and I looked inside, <laughs> and I thought, what is going on here? There's about thirty smackheads dancing the tits off, <laughs> and I thought, wow, what is going on here? There is music blasting, so I thought, right, I'll go in. I'll get a beer from here. It looks all right in here, so I said, uh, can I just have uh, one bottle of Budweiser, please? So the woman walks over. She goes, she opens three, and I thought, what's going on here? She was like, oh, it's 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 happy hour multiplied by three. So I thought, all right, great. So I'm sat there with these three bottles of Budweiser. So I have these three bottles of Budweiser. I'm thinking, wow, well, what is going on here? So Neil messages me, all right, all right, Dan, uh, we're in we're in this bar. Come and meet us there. So I set off with my three Budweiser's on this walk. Get to this really really small bar. And I thought, how am I going to know who they are here? So <laughs> I, I just basically <laughs> hover towards the bar. And I think as soon as I can hear an English person talk, I'll butt in. So I hear these 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 two lads. They sounded like, well, like tractor boys, as it turned out. So they're talking to each other. So I was like, oh, you're all right. How are you doing? I said, I said, yeah, I'm in the group. And they just looked at me and I was like, where about you from? So I got talking to him. They were Ipswich fans. Uh, one of them was like training to be a wrestler. So I'm talking to for about half an hour. We're watching the second half of the Liverpool game. I'm watching them tip like crazy to the woman behind the bar. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have to join in. So I'm chucking her a few dollars against my will. And uh, so, so then I got to ask the names. And I was like, tell me the names. And they go, oh, I was like. Ben, and I can't even remember the other lad's name now. It slipped my mind. Sorry if you're listening, mate, but probably not. And I was like, oh, Are you in the WrestleMania group then? Uh, and he was like, No, what WrestleMania group? And I thought, Oh, <laughs> shit. I, I've been talking to these lads for <laughs> half an hour from England. They're not even in the group. So I looked at my phone. I'm, I've got Neil, Dan, where are you? We're in that Razoos that we were in. So I was like, Oh, for God's sake. So I told, said to these lads, like, Come on. I said, We're going to this smackhead pub. They're all in there. So, basically, we walk across to this, Razu's, they weren't in there, He was in the, was it the, it was in Razu's, weren't it, Sean? Yeah, yeah, we was in, we was at the back bit, the
2: outside yeah, bit. the
0: back bit of Razu's, it was a boiling hot day, I've sat there, everyone's talked to each other, I met Neil, this lad walks up to me looking tired, and he goes, oh, mate, and it was Sean, Sean, <laughs> tell,
2: tell us, tell us this from your point of view, Sean. Uh, yeah, so I would have got... I would have got to my hotel probably about three o'clock in the afternoon at that point. Uh, so I've been up about 12 hours and I've gone, all right. Oh, I've texted Neil being like, oh, where about I? I've, I've just got back to the room. I'm just going to have a quick shower, freshen up and oh, I'm going to be straight out. So Neil's told me where they are. I've ordered an Uber. I'm just stuck up. Camp. Did you not see the area that I was staying in?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, well done for getting an Uber. <laughs> when Look did you that. see that, Sam? Very
2: hungover day. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll get to
0: that later. Right, so. So.
2: Yeah, so I got I, so I Uber. I, yeah, got an Uber. Talking to the lovely woman who was driving me. Get dropped off at Razu's. And I'm I'm not a very social person. I wouldn't, I'm not going to, I'm not one of these people who's just going to go up to someone and be like, hello mate, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I go in there, get me beers, I see Neil, I'm like, oh, hello Neil, and it just migrates from there, I'm chatting to everyone.
0: Had you start did you sort of like speak to Neil separately before? Cause you said you was in a separate convo. Was that the one from the group that you were getting on with the most?
2: Yeah, so initially there was Neil. <laughs> yeah.
1: The one you were getting on with the most.
2: Hang on. Hang on. Oh, this was before WrestleMania. Ass. This is before I knew he was a bit. <laughs> <of shit>. <laughs> 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 okay. This is before I knew he was gonna get mugged. We won't get into that either.
0: (laughs) Right. Right, So, Sean, you so you get talking to Neil, right? And then we started. I remember talking to you. I remember saying you was like you tell me, oh, you you like Brentford or whatever. So, I remember talking to you for a while. I don't know. We was there for ages. Then we we got said. Ed, you already decided to go to. You already had your tickets for basketball.
2: Yeah, I already had my tickets um, because I knew Neil was going. So I thought, oh, but it's, it's something to do on the first day. You know, rather than just standing around, I didn't know New Orleans was going to be that mental. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something to do. Very good experience. Yeah, so
0: it, me, you, Neil, and the two lads from Ipswich all had tickets. Yeah. So we all decided to go, didn't we, to the basketball. I remember getting there and thinking, I don't know, everywhere looked really busy, didn't it, near the arena. It, it was sunny. It, it's better, in it, when you're out for them days and the sun's shining, it is perfect. So we get yep. to basketball. I'd been watching a lot of the New Orleans Pelicans before we went. I thought, right, I want to get into this team so I can enjoy the experience of basketball. Complete waste of time. Everyone was absolutely smashed, <laughs> chatting stuff at people. Basically, I remember sitting there thinking, what a way to show up English people this is. Everyone's smashed. Nobody's watching
2: the basketball. Who's uh, that one player you were shouting at all, all for the whole game? <laughs> Shoot!
3: three point Oh! Anthony Davis. Oh, Anthony Davis.
0: Oh, Anthony Davis. AD, oh, Anthony Davis.
2: That's it.
0: E, oh, I no it's an, Basically, do you remember, we were like, we was in the nosebleeds, weren't we? And uh, we was like, oh, we'll go down there. There's loads of empty seats, which you'd probably do at a football match in England. So we get down there in the bottom tier. We get our picture pretty much courtside. And everyone's looking at us thinking, look at these horrible bastards. So next thing, before we knew it, the security, they took us away. And we was back on the top row of the entire arena. Yeah, that that was that so it was good, weren't it, basketball? I know like, everyone was smashed, but it was good basketball.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a good experience, yeah. At yeah. this point, I'm getting WhatsApp
1: messages from Dan while I'm still back in England, who's, <laughs> were you chatting at the away fans, but then realised there was no away fans there?
0: Yeah. I, I, I remember Can the... you hear the Memphis sing? No, <laughs> no. Can you hear the Memphis sing? No. That was Neil, obviously, of course. <laughs> Foghorn Neil was stopping these chants. Oh, I missed Neil. Oh. <laughs> he was going to come in. He was going to come into this chat, and he was like, "Oh well, I'm not." Well, I said, "Do you even have a microphone?" He was like, "No." I was like, "Right, whatever. <laughs> you screwed then." <laughs> but so, so yeah, basketball was great, were not it, Sean? Um, was fun. this the night that we saw Samoa Joe and the Usos on the way to that bar? No, 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 no. I think oh, that was later on in the week. I think. Right, it was that later on. So we'll skip back to that. What did we do that now? We went back to Bourbon Street, didn't we? After
2: yeah. The yeah, back to Bourbon Street. We, we, went, um, yeah, we went, to, went back to Razoo's. Right. I know it got, for me, it got to like three o'clock in the morning, their time, and I was like, I've been up over 24 hours now. I need some sleep. Because I, I didn't sleep on the, on the flight. So I'd been up all day i was like like, i just need to go to bed yeah so you didn't really i think i just kind of wandered (laughs) off yeah you didn't really get like that settling in
0: period did you like we had a day to like sort of adjust get a bit of sleep have a look around you were just straight in Razoo's, basically
2: yeah
0: i had a really good night that night when we went out i thought it was really
2: good yeah Uh, it was good because we you could you could meet. You could meet everyone. You could start to chat with everyone, and find out who they are, and and all that. Meet and you. We all hit hit it off straight away, didn't we? Meet you yeah. it. Yeah, and it, it was good to put faces to names as well, like from the from the WhatsApp chat. Yeah. Right. So we've done that day for you. We went to the basketball.
0: We met at Razoo's. Next day is the day where Danny arrives. So. Danny, do you want to talk about anything to do with your arrival in New Orleans? I'll just quickly introduce it by saying, Danny, (laughs) tell me, I will be... that You shouldn't smoke. I will be okay to drop my suitcase off at our hotel, which was about five miles away. Um, So I take the suitcase to the hotel to try and check in. The guy, obviously this was paid for on Danny's card, the guy would not let me in. So I had to leave my suitcase... Just randomly in reception, he goes. I'll oh, just stick your suitcase under there, under this random desk in the middle of reception. So I wasn't too happy about that. But um, so I, to go back a little, me and Danny decided to stay together. I think Danny, you just messaged me, didn't you? Um, asking about November, December, asking me if I wanted to come and room with you. And I think it was Gary at the time, weren't it? I think he was meant to be Gary. staying. Here.
1: No, it was it, it was originally going to be me and you. Then Gary got let down. Um, for for um, his room Somebody was supposed to be staying with him So he then tra- I said well I, You know you can stay with us If the worst comes to worst We'll ask for a bed to be put in the room um, And then he got a better offer Obviously um, I think he ended up staying with uh, One of the girls from the group
0: Right sorted yeah So so at first I said no didn't I And I remember thinking Because I, I wanted to all the previous after Orlando, it was I was that far away. I thought I want to be like a mile away, you know, from the arena or whatever. Yeah. And then I think I think I messaged you back the day later saying oh, will sod it, I'll go. So that's <laughs> yeah, how we I mean, decided to stay together.
1: That, that that was it. And as it turned out, we were actually really only ten minutes from the centre, weren't we?
0: Yeah, 10-minute taxi journey. But obviously, being the stingy northerner that I am, I was never going to pay for the Uber every time. So I had a few bus rides along in there to bring back from the memories of Orlando. <laughs> how how rough was the area where we were? Oh. It was, it was industrial.
1: Um, and there was basically a Motel 6 next to us, and we were in a day's in. But, like, the, the rest of the area, it was like... It it was it it was the place. It was basically the place you come off the highway for, wasn't it? There was a couple of fast food places, a Walgreens, um, yeah, and um, a Waffle House, um, and like a petrol station and stuff. It was basically what probably that was what it was originally built for at the time, um, a highway stopover for people. Um, But it was industrial. It wasn't the nicest of areas. It certainly wasn't you know it, it, it wasn't an affluent area
0: no it definitely was but the hotel as i said the hotel it stunk of weed but the rooms were actually great were they really probably the best room i've stayed in at wrestlemania especially for the price um so right so that day i woke up hungover a little bit obviously i went to the superstore bought some crap um obviously a $25 program went to access um Sean, did you do anything like that? What did you do this next day? I had some random people from like New Zealand who I didn't even know who they were coming out. So, going, good day, mate. Good day. And I thought, who were they? I thought we must have got speaking to him the night before or something. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, Sean. So, you've woke up hungover. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've woke up hanging. Um, I don't, I think I went to the mall that day. I think I went to the mall and said like a little walk around because I was. I was with um a few a couple of other guys as well who me and Neil had met or was speaking to previously. they weren't in the in the big mania chat. We was in like our own little one first oh, um so I was like we went I went to the mall with them, just had like a look around. I think I had a pretty calm day, I think. I think we was trying to find Neil as well because Neil. Well, you know what he's like. He just goes off the rails all day. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, Neil, meet, meet us at this place at three o'clock. Yeah, all right. Three o'clock. Neil, where are you? I am in this bar. OK, cheers. Yeah, sounds about <laughs> right. So you didn't go to Access this day? No, not not this day. I think... I think we ended up going to the Superstore because that was the first day that it opened, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I went in there as well. Yeah, yeah, so we went to the Superstore. I bought a Ronda Rousey t-shirt. I bought the baseball jersey. Ah, uh, uh, yeah,
0: that, that that jersey just reminds me of you, that grey and black jersey.
2: Um Because <laughs> you always uh, had a go. Yeah.
0: Right, so we're setting the scene. I was at Access. I saw a Keith Lee versus Chris Hero match, which was a pretty good match. Obviously, at the time, Keith Lee wasn't with WWE. Um, So that was good. And from there, I headed to the Super Show where Danny, who had traveled all the way from sunny Merseyside, he brought the rain with him. Danny, explain yourself. You came and met us at the Super Show. How was everything for you? Yeah,
1: it was great, Got as I say, got a flight from Manchester down to Heathrow, and then we were going over direct. Um, I've met a guy called Daniel Sanderson. Um, he's one of the one of the many dams that were in the uh, WrestleMania group um, on WhatsApp. And I've met up with him first time. I've, I, I've met the guy. Um, I just basically put on the group as anyone in Heathrow fancies a pint, um, and we smashed in about five pints before the flight. Um, really nice lad. One of the st- strange things about uh Dan was he's from Leeds and he's a United fan. Um so I'm sure he doesn't go down well in his hometown.
0: He's from got... Leeds and he's a United fan. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a Leeds United fan, just to clarify. Um so I- I'd had um had a good few drinks with him, he was a nice guy, he'd been to plenty of WrestleMania's and we were talking about the previous year. Um and then it was british airways i was flying uh first time i flew with them uh direct over a 10 hour flights to new orleans and they were very very easy and generous with their drinks um rather than every time they, they went past they give you a, a can or a, a gin or whatever you wanted they give you two drinks um and they they were up and down the aisle every few minutes so i was absolutely rat um seven hours into the flight And I realised I'm going to have to get myself Fairly sensible here Because I'm getting in And then we're going and I'm meeting Dan straight at the uh, Yourself, straight at the WrestleCon Super Show, so not only have I got to Check in, get myself a taxi To the hotel, check in I've then got to get myself an Uber To wherever the um, Super Show was at, which was the Sugar Mill and I didn't really have much in the way of an idea of where it was in comparison to my hotel, so I tried to sober <laughs> up on the plane. Um, but after the weight of customs uh, or immigration, I was I felt normal again. Um, and I texted you at night to have me a beer ready when when I got there. Literally yep. got in, picked your case up from reception, threw it <laughs> upstairs. Um, A quick, quick, quick wash, deodorant, and then straight back in an Uber within about five minutes of being in the room. Um, and headed out to the sugar mill, which was got to say, my fate, one of my favorite venues I've ever watched an indie show at.
0: What a great venue it is, isn't it? You're all on top of each other, you're all rammed in. Um, it is a brilliant venue. I remember coming out to meet you. I remember coming out to meet you and it was I looked outside and I thought it had been lovely weather for two days. Looked outside and it was absolutely pissing down. You were there yes. with, I remember I remember you were there with your black coat on. I thought, Danny, Danny's come prepared. Oh god, yeah. Um it was just like a light rain jacket and I thought
1: it's best to bring something. Uh, but yeah, it really started going down. But when I got from the airport uh, when you come from the airport and then when I'm going back into the centre in New Orleans, you go past the Superdome, um, not the Silverdome, brother. So <laughs> it, the way it was lit up and the Mania colours and the New Orleans colours, it was absolutely fantastic to see. It was it was a bit breathtaking, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bet. I, I can't imagine going to, how come you were so late coming? I don't think I ever asked you at the time. What made you decide to come Thursday night?
1: Again, flights, mate I affordable right. flights
0: Um, and not like 30 hours in total transit. Right, so it was all based around flights, why you came Thursday and not. You would have loved the basketball, I reckon, you'd have loved that. Well, it's going to be my first time at the basketball this year, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, and Neil's not there, Neil's at hockey, so you might actually get to watch some of the game. <laughs> uh, so, let's get into the, the net of things, it is the... Super Show, the WrestleCon Super Show. Um, Danny, do you want to talk? I know you've got you know the card, but I remember off the top of my head I remember the Jeff Cobb Ishi match. Uh, obviously, Golden Lovers main evented. If you want to get into the bit of the card, then go ahead.
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, I can't remember the match order, but I'll give it my best shot. Um, I think to start, it was um, was it Joey Ryan versus Jerry Lola? When, oh, um, yeah, and he came the, out and he uh, shot that fire. Yeah, yeah, the, shot the fireball. <laughs> but to be to be honest with you, I didn't even know Jerry Lawler was announced. I didn't see it. I don't know whether it was a surprise on the night or whether I just missed it.
2: Um, I think, but I yeah, it was a surprise. I think it was a surprise because Joey Ryan had put um, an open challenge out. Right. Okay. Okay. Well,
1: that makes more sense. Um, then I think it was, um, it, that, that match was basically just Jerry Lawler shooting a fireball at Joey Ryan's dick and then covering him, wasn't it? Yeah. No, yeah.
2: Nothing
1: else. Oh, no, actually, didn't. Yeah, cause, no, he didn't cover him because he won by, yeah, he won by DK, uh, Joey Ryan. <laughs> Um So uh, I think then it was like that mad um, women versus men tag team match, which was I thought was really enjoyable.
2: I don't remember that. What 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 was it? Oh yeah, it it was. um... It was an eight-man tag, wasn't it? It Eight-man or six-man? I think it was ten
1: um, because it was Tennille. The ones I can remember from the women's team were um, Tennille Dashwood and Tessa Blanchard. They were the main two, Um, and uh, it was uh, MJF, Trevor Lee, um, Caleb Connolly. I'm just checking now. Actually, uh, guy called Jake Jake Manning. Manning. Zane um, Riley. And, yeah, and the other women were Madison Eagles, Nicole Savoy and Shazza McKenzie. I think who is the Australian girl is that. Oh, yeah. No. Anyway, it was it was a really good match. It was all set up with the MJF sources making out he's the best this that and the other. Um and it being very very disrespectful towards the uh, to the towards the women. Um and it was uh, it was a really good match, and it ended up with I think Tennille Dashwood getting the uh, getting the victory over MJF.
0: Yeah, this card I'm looking at it in front of me. What a great card it is on paper. And I, I don't I don't know if you too. I thought this show was a good show, but I didn't think it was great. It was good.
2: It was good. Yeah, it had good yeah. matches on it.
0: Yeah, like, you've got Will Ospreay. I remember this one. Will Osprey against Sammy Guevara, Shane Strickland and Adam Brooks. Um, and then I thought, I remember thinking this was a great match, possibly the best match on the show. Uh, Ray Phoenix and Ray Horace against Bandido and Flamito. Flamita. Do you remember that one?
2: Yeah, I, I, I remember that one. Because that was at the end where all the fans were throwing the money into the ring, weren't they? As well. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's my
1: memory from it as well. Yeah. But I, I didn't actually remember that match
2: Because I went
1: out I was knackered I was tired I was half pissed um, And I went out Because you could go outside and um, To get a drink And have uh, I can't remember whether it was vaping or smoking at the time But just to try and Get some fresh air to, to wake myself up So I completely missed this match And I just remember Dan coming running out Because I think I got you a beer And um, saying, oh, oh, it was a fantastic match. It was so good. It was so... I never saw a single second of this match.
0: What, the Ray Horace and Phoenix match? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Only the best match on the show. Um, (laughs) But looking at this card, I remember thinking at the time that people say, like, Tanahashi were on the card, um, Ishii versus Jeff Cobb. And I think some of the Japanese guys were sort of... They weren't working full pelt, as we know, and were they? He was just sort of out there messing about, I think. no,
2: That's, that's what it felt yeah. like
0: to me. Like but
1: the... The, 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 the the one I remember the most um, is when I just... Uh, it was only been there, not long been there, and I completely lost my shit because uh, a surprise come out, didn't he? Um, Minoru Suzuki um, come out in the uh, tag match. So it was Suzuki,
0: yeah, tape, 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 yeah, and, tape, and Suzuki and, and Tanahashi
1: were sca- squaring off, weren't they? Yeah, it it, it was unannounced, and um, who the, the the third man was going to be? I think somebody pulled out, and then all of a sudden it just come up on the screens. I'm a lonely warrior, and I just lost the fucking plot. <laughs> So, that Steve, um, who was it? Uh, I, I don't know whether it was, it was Chris and Rob were laughing at the way the way I reacted because I was just so excited. And I managed to get it all on video as well. And the place just exploded.
0: Class. When you look at some of the wrestlers on here, you've got Ibushi Omega, Suzuki Osprey, Tanahashi, Fl- Bandido Flamita, Ishii, Jeff Cobb, Penta... There's some talent on that card, isn't there?
2: Some real yeah. talent. Did you, did you enjoy the show, Sean? Yeah, I did. This was before WrestleMania, I, I, I wasn't into indie wrestling. Literally, leading up to this, I managed to get myself to a couple of the smaller progress shows that they would do midweek. And that was really my first looking at any indie wrestling properly. Like, I might have seen like the odd match here and there, or the odd like highlight reel. Um, and I'd heard of the super show being a quite normally a quite good show because they have like some dream matches and some stuff like that. And uh, with this being the first show of the week, I was blown away with how good the in ring action was. Yeah, you see, that's what that's what we forget, isn't it? Because People who are,
1: and I'm not saying this in a derogatory manner at all. People who are used to watching a WCW or a WWE style, when they first see indie wrestling, it's 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 a it's an octane above, isn't it? In terms of the energy, yeah. Uh, they might not always be the the most classic of matches, but when you're there and you're so close to everything and you can hear everything, you can hear the slaps and the chops. It, it it
2: creates a different, uh, you know, a different vibe to it, I think. Yeah, it, Def- it, it's honestly so different to watching any mainstream product. Yeah.
0: One thing I will remember from this show, obviously, we had the main event at Golden Lovers against Chuck Taylor. Do you remember the surprise partner? And everyone was thinking, who's it going to be? And it was poor Flip Gordon, and he basically got booed out the building because <laughs> nobody wanted it to be him.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think he was getting some shit because he'd just come out of the time to get, say, he was a flat earther, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I tell you what, Danny, looking, I know you're not planning on going to the super show in New York, and I am in two minds. Looking at this card, if they can deliver a card, something like this, it's a no brainer, really, to go.
1: When you look at it. I mean, my problem is one of the shows I've really wanted to see was um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport because it's the hybrid sort of mixed martial arts and pro wrestling style that I really love. Um, And the thing is, that's in New Jersey at four, expected to go on till about half seven. It's about an hour's trip back from New Jersey into Midtown. So I'm going to miss the first hour of it by the looks of things. So I didn't know whether it was... um, advisable to do that. Um so also me and Chris, who I'm staying with, Chris is just the my most favourite mank union in the world. Other him and Kate are on the same level. Um but he wants to go out for and have he's only there till the Monday night. So he wants to go out and have a drink. So we may do that. Um but yeah the, the super show it it's usually the best card, the best indie card of the weekend. Um Aside from ROH, usually.
0: Yeah, we, we've already had Will Ospreay against Bandido confirmed for that show. Um, but it might be a bit different, obviously, with AEW about now. Some of those guys won't be around. Um, but, right, so let's have a look. where are So, the Super Show ends. Um, I, th- I don't think anyone, we didn't go out that night, did we, Danny? We went back to the hotel, got some sleep. Sean, did you did you go out that night?
2: Yeah, I would have gone out. I would have ended up. Going back to Razu's and meeting more people, drinking more drink. I Are tr- you crazy? So, so you drank on the Wednesday, the Thursday,
0: and then the day I'm going to talk about now, you definitely drank. So you've done three <laughs> days in a row. The only,
2: day, the only day I didn't drink was Saturday. Was the Saturday, right.
0: Flipping at you crazy. I only drank three <laughs> days out of the nine hours there. Flipping it, right. So now it's the Friday We're all feeling fresh, except Sean. This, for for me, was the best day of the trip. Me and Danny, we got up really early for this day, didn't we, Danny? We got an Uber that I'm probably, you guessing, you you paid most of for. Do you remember the Uber? Do you remember the ride? Was it the one with the woman?
1: No, no, it was, bear in mind, I got in the the night before, I was knackered from the flight, 10 hour direct flight, I'd been pissed in Manchester Airport before I even got on the flight, and then went to the show, I had a great time, but was absolutely knackered, woke up the next day, because you were going to the Dave Meltzer um, show, weren't
0: you, in the morning? Yeah, the the Observer Live Q&A show, yeah. That's right,
1: so I said, well what I'll do, is I don't want to miss out, I don't want to be sleeping in. I want to go out and I want to see a bit of New Orleans, so I'll go into the French Quarter um, whilst you're at the show, and then we'll meet up and then go to Progress, um, which so I, I went with you and the Uber turned up, and it, as you said, it wasn't the nicest of areas. Um, every time you got in an Uber and it, it it looked, it felt like you you were going to get. Gunned down because they all look like these (laughs) drive-by shooting jeep cars, you know what I mean? Um, And they picked us up and when we got in and as I say, I'm not hungover, but very very tired should we say And I'm not a social butterfly at the best of times So we get in the car and rather than just take us to our destination He tried to start rapping the Uber driver. <laughs> I, don't I don't if, remember. It, it, you, you didn't get onto it. You were sat in the back. and I, Even when we got out, I'd said, I think you were you were still tired or you were hungover or something. I don't know. He started saying, he started by going to me like, I'll never forget the first line. Hi, my name's Clive and I'm an Uber driver and I, I'm from New Orleans and all this. I was born and raised here and st- started going into this. Oh, sort of- I
0: re- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bringing back a memory now. I wasn't on it. I didn't drink the night before. But yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. I
1: don't know whether that you were on your tough. phone or... Uh, and when we got in, as you come off the interstate, it's, it's literally five, ten minutes drive in and you come off the interstate, and then under the interstate, um, or, or the highway, whatever the fuck they call it, there was... It was basically a little camp of homeless people, wasn't it? Remember all the tents
2: underneath the ramp onto the highway? See, you saying that, my hotel was just the other side of that. So <laughs> ev- every time I walked, I had to walk through a camp <laughs> of, hom- of homeless people. So w- w- your ho- just to clarify, your hotel wasn't a tent? No, I, I, no. I, I did have a tent. I had a working toilet and shower.
1: Good stuff. Well,
2: basically, we come off that
1: ramp, and Clive, who had stopped rapping at this point because uh, I think me and Dan both didn't react to it. Um, we were not selling it. Yeah, we really were. Um, he comes off, and so I'm trying to make conversation because he, he did make a bit of an effort with us. So I looked over at these, and it, it was there was maybe 300 people under there. It was it was it was horrible to see in, in a modern American city. And I, I turned out and I said to Clive, "Wow, that's that's really really sad to see," and Clive. Replied, yep, it's a beautiful day. (laughs) And I was like, right, either one, he doesn't understand me because I'm a scouser. Or two, he's just no-selling the fact that there's shit going on that he doesn't want to know about.
0: He was that desperate to be entertaining, he wanted his tip. Like everybody else that we meet in America, the nice cheer... The funny because they want that tip. Anyway, carry on, Donny.
1: Fuck off, Dan. So
0: <laughs> on
1: on that in that respect, you may well be correct, to be fair. Um so he drops us off, um, and I can't remember the name of the street. It was the long street. Um Bourbon Street. All the ho- no, no, it was where all the hotels were it was uh, Bourbon Street was just off. It. Um so where your um where, where you that hotel that you went into for the Anyway, it was it was the, the main city center streets where you then branched off to all these like the French Quarter and various other places. Um, so dropped you off there, and then I went down to look at the cathedral and Jackson Square, and I also wanted to go to Cafe Du Monde to get beignets and coffee because it's what you do when you're in New Orleans. Pro tip: if you're ever going to New Orleans, don't wear all black when you're eating beignets with so much fucking sugar powder on it i looked like i dropped a bag of coke over myself um it just goes everywhere um and then so i'd had a good little look around and then up, been up and down bourbon street and around the french quarter and then come back to meet you meet you after the show had finished
0: yeah i i've got writ down <laughs> i've got the shows how bad my memory is i've got writ down um, went to go. Went to go and see the live Q and A at the hotel. I think Danny went to go <laughs> try and find a book. I thought you got to buy a book. Oh dear! I'm sure you came back with a book and said I've got this for a present for someone.
1: Oh no, I, I got I got stuff like for mum and dad. Mum's um, quite religious, so I got stuff from from the cathedral for her. Um, that was it. But I don't remember
0: a book. All right. Well, so I went to the live Q&A, the Dave Meltzer one. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I don't know. It went on for a bit. Um, but it, it was good. Listen to this, right? It cost me $20, yeah, to go to this meet and greet thing. Well, not meet and greet. It was just like a and a thought it'd be interesting to see what questions got asked. Anyway, I had a look for how much it was for this year's one. So it was $20 for last year. the charging for this year's one, or you can meet him for a hundred dollars as well. The guy must be raking it in. Yeah. And it's sold
4: out.
1: To to be honest with you, mate, I don't know whether that's so much him or whether it's just New York prices. Um, I think the last two years I paid $30, maybe $35 to get decent seats for Ring of Honor. Um this year, it was 60 just for the nosebleeds. Um, well, that's obviously a bit different, in, though, isn't it? Plus, in Madison Square Garden. However, if you look at WrestleCon and all the Rev Pro and all the shows, shows that are being done under the WrestleCon banner, they, you're still looking around 45 to $55 just for the general admission, where I think they were about $20, 25 um, last year mm-hmm. and the year before.
0: They were deal- they were at least $30 last year, Danny, because I remember you told me to get the ticket, and I remember thinking, this better be a good show if I'm paying this much for it. So to think,
1: to think they're now, I think they're 49 um for the yeah. general admission. So yeah. it's another $20 or $19 on top of it. So I, I think that's just, I think it's just New York prices.
0: Yeah, well, Meltzer is multiplied it by three. So... Right, so after this q and I met Sam, the Fulham fan tonight, and we jumped in an Uber to Progress. Um, to, uh, just before we go any further, Sam, really nice guy. I met him at Progress and uh,
1: Super Strong Style weekend as well. That boy is just dripping in pussy, isn't he? Oh, I've,
2: <laughs> I, I, I've, I've met my Progress at the ballroom a couple of times, and... He's one of them people that just oozes arrogance so much you just going to slap him.
0: Oh, oh he's a no. Fulham. Yeah, you, you've got that London rivalry going on because you're Brentford and he's Fulham.
2: It's, it's not even that. He, I remember he just, saying
0: this at the time to Danny.
2: He just oozes arrogance. I'm like,
0: fuck off.
2: You come to a wrestling nice. show. If,
0: you're if you're listening, I've got Sean's address.
2: <laughs> he, to comes, me, to, he, he goes to a wrestling to, show in a vest top trying to look bigger than half of the wrestlers. To be fair, I think well, I'd say he was
1: full of confidence. Um he I think he is somebody that, that works out and you know he, he's quite proud of that and he's not afraid of showing it off. Yeah. Um however, moved. how many how many times have we seen Neil shirtless and getting chopped at wrestling shows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Neil <laughs> Neil, if anyone's ever met Neil he is basically the Braun Strowman of the indie wrestling fan scene. Um, so, yeah, so we make this 100-mile journey to progress. This show was in the middle of nowhere. It was an absolute journey. Sean, how did you
2: make it to here? Uh, so me, Chris, and Matt, who uh, uh, I was with before as well, we all, got, we all jumped in an Uber. We all went over there. Um, Can I just say Chris and Matt
1: Two really really nice guys I wish I could have spent a bit more time with them
2: Yeah, yeah see that, time that, we... They didn't really do much apart from going to the shows Like they didn't go out uh, I know I was out six, six out of seven nights but I don't think they went out once
0: Every time yeah. Danny's like Oh they're a really nice lad <laughs> Sean weighs in and goes yeah but what?" what... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, basically they weren't alcoholics <clears throat> Like me and Neil so I didn't enjoy them as much yeah.
0: All oh, right. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Chris,
2: Sean, just I am sorry to
0: I know, I know. Right. Anyway, this is what
2: happens Talks. when you're from London. People Talks aren't
0: happy. Uh, talk to us about this progress show. We get there. It's in the coldest building of all time. I'm gonna go on mecca Bruce. So you two carry on.
1: Oh, I'll grab it. up from here. To, to be honest with you, Dan's the Dan's complaining, which is not like Dan. Once we were there, I actually thought the way it was set up was really good. There was a place for merch, there was actually bleachers as well, so it wasn't yeah. just all one flat view. Um, the show I don't think was anywhere near the standard of most progress shows at that time. Um, no, but
2: I, the- even though I hadn't seen much progress live, I'd been trying to catch up on like the recent story. So, like Neil, Neil suggested to watch from Ali Pali all the way up to the present point yeah. and it just it just didn't feel like the same sort of show
1: no it didn't and the i uh, i think as well to give give progress the, the the props this show was called mardi Gras which which i rather the
2: mardi Gras which i thought was fantastic um see i, I prefer their second show name
1: Bourbon. Bourbon is is a biscuit as well or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Bourbon is oh. a biscuit. Bourbon, Bourbon. Christ. <laughs> We're in New Orleans, it's Bourbon. Um and if you remember as well, the um the State Athletic Commission, there was a huge thing going on at the time. they uh, they weren't allowed to you weren't allowed to do any pile drivers. Um yeah,
2: there was no pile and... drivers, no four fifties, and a couple of other things. And uh, Pete Dunne actually did a pile driver in his match,
1: and everyone just went, oh! (laughs) But apparently he got away with it because he was contracted to WWE, um, and anyone who was contracted to WWE was considered professional enough by the, uh, the, the commission to actually do a pile driver. But there was... There was a couple of spots over that weekend where the every all the indie shows had teased a pile driver. Yeah. All right, so I thought that was good. It added to because um, um, the
0: the, in, jo- the entire progress Joey... roster would be able to do a pile driver now then
2: because they all work for WWE. Go on, champ. As I was gonna say, didn't Joey Janela like just get a random fan down Bourbon Street and give him a pile driver as well? <laughs>
0: at some point,
2: sounds about right. <laughs>
0: So this show, Sorry. I heard what you said, Danny. You thought it was a nice location. It it was huge, weren't it? It was a good it was more of a location for I'd say a convention than an actual indie show. It was probably twice the size of the building of the sugar mill, weren't it? Yeah, and I mean, it just half of the building. Yeah, it was. And Progress is known for its atmosphere. This really, I was a big Progress fan going into this. This was the event. I started to think, look, they've been billing this as one of their chapter shows. Yeah, they were trying to sell it on the point of it's not just a live event, it's a chapter show. And for them then to book a show that was completely like the live events that they'd been doing in America previously and not having any real build or story going through, it just pissed me off. Because if I'd have known that, I possibly wouldn't have gone in the first place. So, But if, if we didn't go to this, which
1: we were, I think we were all a
0: little bit down on, um,
1: yeah.
2: See, we would never have gone to Rev Prom. Yeah, th- this was the first day I remember meeting you, Danny, was at Progress.
1: Mm. You see, I, I, Danny, Dan had told me about you and I'd seen you in, um, in the WrestleMania groups and stuff. So I, I went in with low expectations. And I'm going to be honest, Sean, I've come out disappointed.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, right, so can you, can you remember any of the matches from the shot? I remember the main event, obviously, was Shane Strickland versus Travis Banks, which me, Sean, and Neil got front
2: row for, haven't we? We budged some people out the way and we yeah. just... Sat in the we, front row, trolling everyone. Yeah, we were just giving Travis. Travis, when Travis Banks was making his way to the ring, I honestly thought he wanted to smack Neil around the face. Neil was such an arsehole when he was coming to the ring. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> different, different Neil, Danny, different Neil. The, the Neil we know is a very pleasant boy. Oh uh, yeah, so the, the, the Yorkshire gentleman. Um, I thought the best match on the
1: card, the one that I enjoyed the most, was um, Ringkamp versus um, David
2: Starr and Keith Lee. Yeah, because it was supposed to be. Um... Was it not like a multi man ta- Oh, no. What happened it, 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 sh- that? it should have been um, Jack Sex Smith, Sexsmith, shouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, but something went on, didn't it? Yeah.
0: So... I just remember seeing get... Os- Osprey was facing uh, Mark Haskins. I remember thinking, oh, that is going to be a great match. And it was just a. It was, the. let's face it, the people in that building, it was very quiet. You could hear a pin drop. Nobody was reacting to any of the moves. You had a Will Ospreay match that people were pretty much silent
2: for and nothing match against Mark Hastings, which yeah, disappointed Well, this wasn't long after, long after he really injured his neck, weren't it, at, in New Japan? This was also the day he wrestled
1: four times in one day. Yeah.
2: And
0: later on in the day, he had what was what was known as the That was basically the match of the weekend from the Indie Feds. Um, Osprey faced Matt Riddle. I think it might have been at the Bloodsport show. I might be wrong. I can't. Remember yeah, I think Bloodsport. you're right. I think you're right. But I know that Osprey faced Matt Riddle, and that was supposed to be the best match of the weekend. And we missed it, which pissed me off. But well, I'm was... looking at this card, Matt Riddle against Jimmy Havoc. Do you know what I mean? That should have been great. And I, I can't remember anything from that match.
1: I think the atmosphere detracted from the matches and uh, nobody was interested and it's hard to get interested in the show when everyone around you isn't interested.
0: Yeah, nobody gave a shit. It was like people, it was almost like it was full of Evolve fans that were waiting for the next show or something. Well, I think that might have
1: might have played into it. But this, this again, was the most well-attended show of the um, More Than Mania, the... Uh, wwn shows that they booked out and that, and that was the most well attended
0: yeah so this drove us to have a few beers it was about it was a 12 o'clock start this show so having a few beers at that time was never a great idea yeah, um i remember being sat we, next we, to we, we forgot
2: we forgot the most important part of this whole day as why i why we was drinking that early go on oh here's my birthday
0: so we, we carried on drinking. Me and Danny <laughs> were talking about. Um, oh, yeah, it was your birthday, weren't it? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It wasn't like I was in New Orleans watching Rev Pro, Progress. No, you went over the there whole there for of my
2: fame. birthday. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: So happy birthday, Sean. At least now you've got an excuse of why you were such a dick that day. Um, <laughs> so, yes, you so Sean. So you started drinking. Um, so, yeah. it's your birthday, you're in New Orleans,
2: you're at progress. How were you feeling at this point in your life? I think I was drunk by the end of this show.
0: Yeah, sounds about right, sounds about right. I remember after the show, so me and Danny were basically sat there, and I'm like, this red pro card looks all right, doesn't it? Showing. I remember we were looking at some of the matches on it, weren't we, Danny? We was like, itty yeah. versus Zack Sabre, we, we're going to go, should we just go? And eventually we bit the bullet, we left the horrific... Cold Progress show with our Progress T-shirts, which are now sitting in my attic, never to be worn again. And um, well, if you remember, the Ubers were, like, ridiculous
2: amounts of money. Oh, really. yeah, they, they, like, tripled in price. So we stumbled
0: into some poor guy's hotel. <laughs> about all of our bottles of beer.
1: Was to be fair, group we, in there? We've, we've shit on Neil today. Um, and I'm sure he'll take it with the best of humour. But this was one of his best ideas. Most There was people who paid $125 for a 25 Uber ride Because the surge was that high And Neil said, let's go into this hotel and just call a taxi And I think we paid about $10 each towards the the taxi We just waited in the reception of that hotel uh, More and more people
2: kept on filtering in, didn't they? Yeah, but we I'd say we were the first ones there Yeah
0: at the hotel, yeah We were the first ones that I just remember As we were leaving Looking around Thinking everyone's left The beer bottles There's beer cans everywhere I thought The English have came And conquered um, So yeah So we get this taxi to It was a long journey Went it to the sugar mill um, This is where Obviously you've got that feeling The beers are in um, and you, You've been drinking as well Danny, are not you?
1: Yeah But Like I, I can I can drink quite a lot And not get too pissed um so at this point I'd had the drink, I was quite merry, but I wasn't uh, I was in no I wasn't in a bad state to put it like that.
0: Yeah, that, that was like all of us. We were all just a bit merry. So I I remember being in the taxi and everyone's like it was strange. So I remember thinking, we've only just all met each other and everyone was in this taxi talking as if they'd known each other for years, everyone's laughing, taking the piss out of
2: each other. Um, that's what I love about wrestling and that, and that is what I loved so much about WrestleMania. Yeah, but it was that, great, was not it? That's what's bringing me back next year more than natural wrestling itself.
0: It's like I, this WrestleMania, it wasn't even about usually the other WrestleMania. is like, oh, let's win the wrestling, it's about the wrestling. This one is the one that we'll all look back on in years to come and we'll be like, that was when we all first met. That was like an amazing. Do you know what I mean? When I came back and the week after I arrived back, I wasn't sat there thinking, oh. That Braun Strowman, Nicholas, what a moment that was! I was thinking that was a great week. What a great time we had. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're in this taxi. We're going to Rev Pro. It, the sun was shining. Everyone was having a great time. We get in Rev Pro. I think it was almost sold out, but we get in. Uh, outside, they had like loads of like barbecues, didn't they? With burgers, beers. Yeah. um, D- P- I remember they were also on DVDs, T-shirts. It was really great atmosphere. Um, we get into the building, um, and I remember thinking, "Do you remember?" So at one bar, beers were about four dollars or something, and then at another bar, they were about eight. And we kept going to the four-dollar one. Does anyone remember that? Not, yeah, there
2: was no, the... not in there. I didn't. I don't. I don't you were probably that.
0: going to the dear
1: one. <laughs> the, there was the one inside, which was the dear one, and then there was two outside. Um, one of which was you, you got full. You went those shitty like coke that you normally get in America, they were full, full beers, sort of
0: thing. Yeah, that was it. That was it, weren't it? So this show starts, and this for me was the show I enjoyed the most at any part of WrestleMania week. The atmosphere for this show, it couldn't be more different from the Progress show. It was electric inside that sugar mill. It was even better than the atmosphere for the super show the night before. Yeah, Everyone was complete. just happy in a great mood. Yeah um Danny do you want to talk to talk about the show about any of the matches that stood out for you
1: well there was a lot of matches that stood out um t- to me I mean it was only I think there was only five or six matches on the card but I've got to be honest with you I, I think each and every one of them was 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 very good um the obviously the one that sticks out to me is um the Ishii versus um, Zack Sabre Jr. match to the title match um, where um, Ishii won the uh, Rev Pro heavyweight title. Uh, went about 20 minutes um, hard hitting uh, and obviously it was a surprise that he won it. Um, it was a bit of a shock. Um, David Starr versus Martin Stone um, was a really good match. with was Danny Burch in WWE um, and I good think opening. David Starr yeah, David Starr gave him a little bit of shit about how he's, he changes his name to fit in with whatever company he works for and this, that and the other. Um, and then it was uh, Adam Brooks versus Brian Cage. Again, another sh- good, solid match. I um, haven't seen Brooks for a while, actually. I, he always impressed me every time I'd seen him. Um,
0: yeah, he's then, very good, in he, Brooks?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, and then we had another... Um, Minoru Suzuki match uh, against Jeff Cobb, which stood out to me as well.
0: See, I I remember thinking that match wasn't as good as I'd hoped, but it was more the two people you were seeing in the ring. But maybe maybe it it was, but I don't remember it being a standout match. But so Jeff Cobb, he's brutal. In the space of about 18 hours, he's had a singles match with Ishii and then a singles match with Suzuki. I bet he felt sore the next day. Um, well, he's Danny, n- he's the not moment shrinking violet himself is he? I <laughs> suppose the moment of that of that show. Well, this was where um, Osprey and Abushi first faced off against each other, weren't it? They had that amazing stare down. The entire building was shaking, going mental.
1: Yeah. Uh, that
2: was a great moment, weren't it? Yeah, it yeah. was
1: fantastic. Fantastic.
2: That's about. I think that's like the only moment that I remember from that show. Because, like I said, I wasn't. I I wasn't into much indie wrestling at, at the point. So I, I knew names. Like I knew kind of who people were, but I didn't really know who they were properly, if you get what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, well, it, it was a, this was a great tag match. We had Aussie Open. I remember that against Tanahashi and Juice Robinson. And that was, it wasn't a great match, was it? Tanahashi didn't have his working boots on. But it was just great to see the big man. Um, the main event, I know you touched on it, Danny, how great was that? The main event was electric. A lot of people were cheering on Ishii. We were, we were basically the five lads at the corner of the ring with all the England chants, acting like dicks, chanting our heads off for Zack Sabre Jr. Um, the atmosphere for this match was great, weren't it? Amazing. Brilliant. And it, it was a great. Obviously, if you've seen any Ishii-Zack Sabre match, this match if you go back and watch it, on RevPro On Demand, was better than their match at Wrestle Kingdom. It got a lot more time, and they really worked. I remember saying to you, Danny, this is brilliant, this. They were doing... Sabre's doing all the little things. Obviously, at the time, Sabre had just won the New Japan Cup, so there was a lot of heat on him going into the show because people didn't like the fact he beat Tanahashi clean. I think he beat Naito clean and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. You've got the English fans who were getting behind him just because he was English or British, and um, it was uh, it was as you say it was both half and half. There was a lot of uh, a lot of passion in this match, but it was such a hard hitting match. It was back and forth, and in the end, you didn't know who was going to win. There was there was just no there didn't seem to be no ebb and flow to the finish. You, you can on certain matches you can tend to see when they're going into a finish and who's going to get the pinfall. with this, this this just this blew everything else out of the water up until this point for me,
0: and it was great to see. Obviously, nobody expected Ishi to win. Except he wasn't. In, he wasn't like a Rev Pro regular at that point. So Ishi to win the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Title was a great moment to be there for live. And um, I think at this point, Sean was slumped in a corner somewhere, trying to remember his own name. <laughs> but this is where Danny. I was. I was writing my notes for this right. So obviously, we had this amazing Rev Pro show. This was it was a it was a great day, were not it? Did we let you went somewhere else, didn't you, after the show? Because we wasn't with you.
1: Yeah, basically Did you, you go used went meet your the, friends. Yeah, you went to the Hall of Fame. Um, the Hall and, of
3: Fame.
1: Uh, yeah, um, and I decided to say, well, I, I, I'm going to go out and have a drink uh, that night. Just go different bars and stuff. Um, so I walked down the road Took a left outside of the sugar mill And just walked to the first bar That I, I, I found And it was a place called Manning's um, A sports bar And it was so good um, Just chilled and I thought I can have a few drinks here And I was meeting Chris um, He was coming down To meet me an hour or two later So I just settled in and sat at the bar And got talking to these two lads Who were obviously wrestling fans Um and one of them it was uh, Kev, Kevin, who I've kept on Facebook. And he was probably around the same age as me, so mid, mid to late 30s. And as soon as I met him, he said, he basically said something like, do you like Bobby Heenan or who was your favourite commentator growing up or something like that? I said Bobby Heenan. And he just turned into Bobby Heenan for the rest of the night, doing Bobby Heenan shouts. And to be honest, normally it's one of one of the times as as a sour faced Englishman, it would get on me fucking nerves. But he was hilarious. He just stayed in Bobby Heenan character all night. Um, guy from upstate New York. Um, and then Chris um turned up about an hour or two later. And he just went straight back in, done all his material again. And I was laughing again for the second time, as somebody who growing up with listening to Bobby Heenan, you know. Um, and gone outside to either have a smoke or a vape, as I say, I can't remember which one. And there's like a bandstand in the middle of the road outside the 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 uh, the bar. And then all of a sudden, this marching band just rocked up with a load of people, just come down the street, uh, playing music and dancing. And they just took over this bandstand. I think it was a wedding, um, and it was just in the it, it had gone dark, so. It was just a fantastic time, got absolutely wellied, and then uh, come home um, at at a reasonable 12 o'clock with Chris, fell in love with the Uber driver who was Christina from San Diego who moved to New Orleans, and uh, yeah, um, after she rejected me, went back to my hotel and uh, went to bed.
0: Yep. So... We obviously we went back to the we were at Rev Pro and we was looking on online. We was thinking, what can we do tonight? I don't think there was any indie shows was there this night. There probably was, but we just didn't know about them.
2: Yeah, I um, think they were all over back where Progress was. I don't think. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah,
0: and we were we weren't going back there again. Um, so we looked on our
2: phone. I'm sure like these Hall of Fame tickets, they were about $8 or something stupid, weren't they? Yeah, we, yeah. we had a look on StubHub and I think I sent it to you guys in the morning and I was like, look, it's $10. We might as well get a ticket even if we don't go.
0: Yeah, so we got our tickets to go there. I remember walking about a mile and a half from the Sugar Mill to the is it Smoothie King. Smoothie King, yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember they wouldn't this- let like, Neil him
2: with his bag? Oh, it, was this the night that he, we told him to hang it up on just like a piece of concrete and yeah. it'd still be there um, four hours later? We came back <laughs> and it had gone, came back and it had gone.
0: <laughs> it was you like, you know, one of those It little... was a bomb. Danny, you know them little man bags, yeah? The little, they basically yeah, like
1: a... I remember what you can call... put your phone in a pack of cigarettes and then that's about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like them things that, what they call that you strap around your waist, a fanny pack, a, m- a bum bag. A bum bag, yeah, that's what I'm on about. It was basically like one of them. He was like, "You're not coming in with that," and we was like, "Are you joking?" So I was like, "Right." Obviously, we'd had a few drinks. We were walking to the arena with, um, can we had cans of lager, didn't we? Walking yeah. to the arena, I remember people like, "You can't be drinking them," because we didn't. I don't think we had it in a brown paper bag, did we, or whatever?
2: No, New Orleans is one of the only states that you can do it. So we was like, "Oh, we oh right. do it then." Like if it was anywhere else, we would we wouldn't have been able to. And
0: I remember on the way there, you were talking about jaywalking and all that stuff. And I was like, what, really? I've been three times to America. I never even heard of that.
1: Um, To be fair, fair though, mate, this was the first
0: time you got travel insurance. (laughs) You've just reminded me. Will that still last for this year? Nope.
2: (laughs) Oh, fucking (laughs) dickhead. I
0: I might just leave it. I might just leave it. Um, Right,
2: so then. It's it's off £10. Just get it.
0: Oh, well, I've never needed it before.
2: Yeah, but you
1: haven't broke your fucking leg before, have you? If you break your fucking leg in America, it's ten grand straight away,
0: and that's just for the ambulance. But if it's broke, it's broke. There's not much I can do about it. Um, right. So the- pay fucking
1: ten grand to get it fixed.
0: Oh, uh, right. So right, I'll get travel insurance. So, if you're a member of the Wrestling Newspaper Twitter feed and you want to quote me, the best travel insurance, it's at Wrestle News P A P R. So, we're at the Hall of Fame, and um, we get into the building eventually. This was like our second time back at the Smoothie King. Um me and Sean are just talking, I remember thinking, I'm thinking, me and me and Neil were talking, so I'm thinking Sean's a bit quiet, and then um. <laughs> So we sit, we sit down with these these red cocktails that were about twelve dollars a piece. So me and Neil are just talking away. We'd barely touched our cocktails. We're just talking about Leeds and Preston. And I looked to my right, and someone came out. I don't know if it was Ivory, and I'd never forget. Sean just stood up, and he went, "Whoa!" And he's like marking out for her, going mental. And we're (laughs) looking at each other.
2: We're looking at each other like. What is he on about here? Apparently, and and I still don't remember this, apparently Welsh Danny was with us and not as well.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say that. There was about three rows behind us, and I remember them thinking, oh, my God. I thought, I bet they're thinking, please don't sit near us because you were smashed, you were shouting abuse at people. I can't... I'm not even going to say something that you said because I'd probably get the podcast shut down. But I remember me and Neil was like, I can't believe you just said that. Um, (laughs) So... I remember oh. me and Neil was like, do you want another drink, Sean? And we walked to the bar and Neil was like, oh, my God, I've never seen someone that smashed before. And then, this is from Neil. <laughs> 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 like Neil Neil kept having to go, Sean, be quiet. And then I think this is where we first started talking. You probably don't remember, Sean. We're, I was talking about that. I've got this page on Twitter, the wrestling newspaper page. Yeah, and I, was I, I remember. Again, I, don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. So, this podcast was basically first born, pissed up at the Hall of Fame in 2018. So, let's be honest, Sean, this show went on and
2: on and on oh, for till, ages. I I was Billy till Billy Jim <laughs> did not stop talking. Oh, my God.
0: He did not stop talking, did he? One of my memories from the show was all the... Um, all the wrestlers, the seats were empty, weren't they? They weren't sticking around. They'd gone. They'd had enough. By the time Goldberg came out at the end, it was empty.
2: Yeah. Did we even stay for Goldberg, or did we just piss off?
0: I think Goldberg came out and was like, "Right, come on, it's about half. It. Let's get go on, let's go to the street. Let's yeah. go and get Neil's bag." <laughs> 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 in the in the midst of in the midst
1: of all this, the New Orleans bomb squad had been out for a suspect package <laughs> hanging off a concrete
2: post. The thing is, there was yeah. about when we put it there, there was about 50 other bags and there was women just putting the handbags in the dustbin. They're like, Oh, fuck <laughs> that it. That's going in there because we can't take it in. I remember at one point, Sean, you were that smash
0: Neil went, come on, we're gonna have to go and sit in the bar. And we went on like some balcony at the Smoothie King in like one of these boxes. Um, While you were still up there, smashed. And we got talking, some guy starts talking to us about Vern Gonya and stuff like that. And I was like, right, come on, let's get back to Sean. So we get (laughs) back to you. You're the absolutely smashed, shouting abuse at everyone. Um, We get you out of the building. Um, There's a great picture of us all outside, the Smoothie King. Um, We make our way to Bourbon Street. Now, this for me was possibly our best night on Bourbon Street. I've got written in my notes, Sean was smashed. We was in the bar upstairs. I remember everyone's chanting English songs, they're chanting wrestling songs, they're chanting football songs. There's a guy getting off with some girl, and he looked like Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And the entire bar, (laughs) the entire bar is chanting, "Oh Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he shags who he wants." At this
2: poor American who's trying to kiss his girlfriend, he had no clue what was going on.
0: <laughs> he shocks wants. Ibrahimovic. He wants. I did not have a Scooby Doo. Um, and then I, mean, had, I
2: remember, had... I remember up in that bar there was a guy dressed up as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and yeah, yeah, giving, yeah, giving stunners to everyone, and the whole floor was just covered in beer. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we came out of there, didn't we? And we was like, wow, what is going on? And the, the strip was packed. It was packed, when it, compared oh, to previous nights. It, it and was Matt brilliant. Hardy starts walking down the street oh, with cameras
2: in his full ring gear. Doing his delete everything. And I'm and like, that, I'm that smashed. I'm like, do you know what? I'm getting this. And I, for about 200 yards, I'm just stood next to Matt Hardy with Jerry Borash. Filming him, I'm just walking alongside him, shouting in his ear.
0: <coughs> I got a video of that. What
3: the fuck! What the fuck!
0: I, I was remember thinking. That, imagine though, you've been drinking since midday. It's yeah. now twelve hours later, and you've got Matt Hardy dressed in full ring gear, shouting "Delete" down a strip. I was uh, like, I was "This really happening?" Marking out at that point. At this point, it was like, "This is amazing." That was probably one of the highlight moments of my trip when we seen that. There were just people everywhere following him, and um, it was amazing, when not it? And then from that play, I just remember you as well, dance. You and Neil were dancing with that sign with the huge ass beers sign. Oh, <laughs> oh and what about the
2: panda head as well, which I've got a video. Oh, of. yeah,
0: dressed as them panda heads. Yeah, flipping heck. Um, what were the drinks? There were hand grenades, and what were hand, the other
2: ones? Um, hand grenades were the big green ones, which I loved. And then you had the hurricanes in Razoo's, which just tasted like right. petrol.
0: See now, I remember thinking that they were both amazing, but the hand grenades were probably the better one, weren't they? Yeah, I didn't like the uh the hurricanes. I thought they both tasted pretty good. Um I wish they sold them over here. You could you were smashed for about thirty dollars. Um
2: <laughs> would you, would if you've got, you got a TGI Fridays by they they do the um hurricanes. Yeah, that's that's my go-to cocktail whenever we go there with the girlfriend. I'm like, I have a large hurricane, please. <laughs>
0: Christ, yeah, so in case you didn't know, since this moment, Sean is now happily married, Um, and a a quick note, I I can't believe this, Danny, right, I, I can't believe you booked, I was saying this to you last week, Sean, Danny, Sean has booked a holiday with his girlfriend, yeah, right, in Portugal, right, and they fly out on the day of WrestleMania this year, I would be sat there thinking, oh my god, a year before, if you have an argument, you two, that day, yeah, you're going to be sat there thinking, oh, my God, a year ago, I was living it. I was living it up. I was living it up chasing Matt Hardy down the strip in New Orleans. Oh. No,
1: to, be, to be fair, he's in a, he's in a new relationship. He's, he's got a girl that he's happy with. And I just hope that when they get back from the holiday, um, she gives him his balls back.
2: <laughs> Look, I've, I've, I've already told her that I'm going to Florida next year, and I've already had to treat. Because her dad used to work for BA. I've already had the cheek going, so you know you get discount with flights. Do you need to be on that flight? Because I want to go to Florida next year. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got a number? She hasn't got an older sister, has she, (laughs)
0: Sean? No (laughs) comment (laughs) Right, I'm going to bring the reins back in on this podcast. It's got a little (laughs) bit less. Right, so... We're in Bourbon Street, we're chasing Matt Hardy, easily the best night. What a great night this was, I can't remember anything else from this night, I'm missing out, Sean, can you think of anything? Uh,
2: I don't think There's so. I think... Yeah. Isn't, isn't this the night that Neil got abducted? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. This was, that's what I was just going to get to. We all <laughs> kind of went, All oh, right, yeah, I think our night's done. This is like three o'clock in the morning, so I've been drinking, what, 13, 14 hours at this point. I don't even know my own name. I can barely walk in a straight line. So we all, get up, we all, go, we all go to our separate hotels. I'll get in my Uber. I think you walked back, down. Neil gets... <laughs> I didn't Neil. walk back. It's uh, about six miles. Oh, right. you, got, you, got in, you got in a cab or whatever. I got a taxi. Yeah. I don't, Neil was the one that walked back, weren't he?
0: No, I don't know. Didn't he, like, get robbed in a taxi or something?
2: No, he
0: started to walk back and then got in a taxi or got into a right. random woman's car. Yeah. We know that this story is not PG, so I think we just leave it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the point that Neil basically lost, lost with two fingers, lost his wallet. Um, He, ha- he had a struggle to get it back, didn't he? And he's sticking it. Um, Right Okay.
1: Just, right. just from what I remember that night uh, It was probably about 3 in the morning Waking up to a loads of text messages From the Wrestlemania group And seeing something along the lines of I'm visiting the Emerald Isle I'm in a taxi I'm scared I'm thinking oh for fuck's sake Neil <laughs> <so> I, go, <laughs> yeah. I, go to, I go back to bed And then I hear Dan who's obviously Had to speak to Neil later on Saying Mate, just come back here. Come back here, and I I, was—I pretended not to be. uh, I pretended to be asleep because I just thought, if he comes back here and uh, disturbs my sleep, I'm gonna go fucking fly off the (laughs) handle. But he didn't. He didn't. So we'll move on to the next day.
0: Yeah. So we wake up. I remember Danny being rough the next day. I was led in bed all day, and if you remember, we watched Man City versus Man United. In the morning. Um, City were 2-0 up at half-time. And United came back and won 3-2. Do you remember? Yes, yeah. We watched that in the morning. we were just talking about everything. Sean, I'm guessing... I was a little bit rough. I'm guessing you, my friend, after you... <laughs> I've smashed you the night before. We're not feeling great on this Saturday morning.
2: This Saturday was my busiest day of the whole week. Oh, so, really? I had WrestleCon booked for the Saturday morning... Where I'd pre-booked to get two of my titles signed by Sting, Flair, uh the Steiner brothers, uh, Scott Hall. It uh, so comes
1: I'll, to comes to something when you meet Scott Hall and you look the roughest out of the two here, isn't it?
2: Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> I'm 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 stood there, I've got my two title belts, I'm holding them. I've I've turned up an hour and a half. Later than what I wanted to. I, I wanted to turn up at say 10 o'clock. I'm there at half past 11. I'm like, okay, let's just rush this through. I don't feel good. I'm like, okay, right. They're all signed. I get, a, I get an Uber back to my hotel to put my title belt back. To then get an Uber back to the same, well, pretty much the same place to go to Access. I'm walking around Access and i can just feel my whole body being drained i'm like i need some food i need some water so they have like these burger stands and stuff at the back of access i'm like okay i'll get a burger and i'll get a bottle of water that'll be fine i sit down against the wall and i fall asleep in my burger I'm sat there, slumped over. I'm like, and I'm gone. And I, I knew at this point that Chris and Matt were in Access as well. So I was trying to meet up with them. I'm like, oh, they're, they're pretty sensible. Like, they won't be drinking. They can look after me for today. <laughs> <laughs> I find them, and they look like, they say to me, and they go, you look like death warmed up. I'm like, do you know what? That's probably better than how I feel. I was like, yep. That was the worst hangover I've
0: ever had in my life. I, I bet, and it, I'll be honest with you, I was rough. Probably not as rough as you, but I felt like it affected my enjoyment of the NXT show. Yeah, oh, did 100%, you not? Hundred percent. It definitely did. This show was known as one of the best shows, the best NXT shows ever. I remember th- reading when I got back and thinking, uh, it, to be honest with you, I don't think even if I was sober, well, I was sober, but even if I hadn't been on gove, it would have been the best show. I think for the NXT shows, it's really important you're not in that top tier. It's okay for like a Raw where it's mainly segments, but how high up is the the, uh, the Smoothie King if you're in the top tier, Sean? You like I like there was like amps the wrestlers for me, and yeah, obviously okay. on a wrestling
2: based show, it, it it wasn't too bad. Um... I'm going to, re- I need to apologize to the lady who was the row in front of me at, X- um, at NXT. Because I moved seats about four or five times. Because where I was, where oh, I was thank God over. For that. I
1: thought you were going to say you fucking, never mind, go
2: on. No, I didn't do, no, I didn't throw up on her or anything like that. No, no, I bet you were sat there
0: thinking, "Oh my god, I was smashed in this exact. We were in the same. This is the third time we've been in this Smoothie King center." And yes. you, I bet you were thinking, "Wow, I was smashed pretty much sat around here this time."
2: I, so I, I sat I sat in my initial seat and I was like, "Oh, this, this this person's annoying me three rows back. Oh, there's an empty seat. Let me go and sit in that one." No, someone comes up. "Oh, sorry mate, that's my seat." Shit. Okay. Oh, there's there's another seat there. I I did this for about four or five seats. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right, what we'll
0: do, Sean, we'll just talk about NXT um, for a little bit and then we'll let, because Danny didn't go to NXT, he was at Ring of Honor. We'll just run through NXT and then we'll let him talk about Ring of Honor. So, why don't you
2: carry on, mate? Yeah, so I've gone, okay, I'm going to go down, go get myself, just get, get myself a Coke and a hot dog. At this point, As well, I can't speak. I've lost my voice from the night before. So my voice is completely gone. I've gone back up to my seat. Okay, I think I had a bit of a a drink left from before. Where it's dark, I've gone to step into my seat. I've stood on my cup and soaked this woman in front of me for the cup. Uh, Nightmare. I'm trying to i I'm trying to apologise. But I can't speak and i just give up. I'm like, oh do you know what? Sorry. And I'll just sit back out and I'm slumped to my seat. I'm like, oh, I just wanna go home. I'm not enjoying the show. I'm just I'm not enjoying it. So
0: the show itself, um, we had two dark matches. It was Kyrie Zayn defeating Lacey Evans and Heavy Machinery defeating Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. Uh, we had the debut of the War Raiders um on this show I believe. Uh, this was just a taping weren't it for the NXT episode for the following yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, the show itself, this match was really entertaining to watch live, even though I don't like multi man
2: matches live. Um, it was yeah. no Can I, you I... try and be
0: quiet Danny flipping it. Um... <laughs> right. So Danny's just walked into his door. and um, so the show starts with Adam Cole beating EC3 Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. This was a crazy ladder match. It was entertaining to watch live, weren't it, Sean?
2: Yeah, it was a good match. It was. It, I didn't think it was too much of a spot fest. It, it was, but it wasn't... It didn't feel like it was just spot after spot. Yeah, so this spot fest finishes and
0: Shayna Baszler faces Ember Moon. <laughs> um, Shayna Moore! <laughs> Yeah, Danny, Danny, you met Shayna, didn't you, uh, at some point? I think the next time I, accost-
1: was I acc- accosted her outside the toilets. And um, yeah, I'm mad.
0: Got a picture with it. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the Shayna Baszler Ember Moon match. It got a lot of negative press, I remember, after the match, but I thought it was a really good match. Uh, Shayna wins the title, celebrates with Ronda, who was at ringside. Um, next, we had Undisputed Era against. AOP and Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong and this Sean was I thought this was going to be a great triple threat tag team match, but it was a bit of a nothing match, weren't it? The match was known for Roderick Strong turning on yes. Pete Dunne and joining the undisputed era.
2: Yeah, that that's what that's all that's
0: remembered from that match, really. Is it's... that all that you remember from that match? Pretty much. Yeah, it was the same here, same here. Next we had a really good match, Alistair Black against Cn Andrade, Cn Almas, two people who are now on the main roster. They had a match in SmackDown the other week. This was a really good match, weren't it, Sean?
2: Yeah, this was a good match. Good match for the title. Um, it's good to see Alison Black finally win the title here as well.
0: Yeah, very good match. And the main event was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. For me, this match is known. Dave Meltzer gave it five stars, yeah? I don't know if you agree, Sean, but live, it was... Obviously, the hangover was shaking off by now, but live, it just
2: didn't feel like the match worked, I didn't think.
0: It it was good, but it...
2: Yeah, It, it, it it was a good match, and it does come off better when you watch it back on the network. But... Yeah, with it being live, it did feel a bit flat in some places, didn't it?
0: Yeah, like at the end, he's like talking to Champerini, he? So, which is great, with story, good storytelling, watching it on the network. Yeah. But live, you couldn't hear what he was saying, so it was yeah. hard to... But I listened to um, Jim Smallman, he said it's the best match he's ever seen live, that Gargano Champa. whereas for me, I wouldn't even have it. It doesn't touch McGuinness against Danielson at Ring of Honour. Um, but yeah, so this is known as a great takeover for me. It was, it was good.
2: That was it. It was good. Yeah, it, it, it I thought it was a good show, right? Definitely. And now we're it, gonna pass you a- on. Oh. No, that's right. Go on, carry on. Sean, oh, no, I was gonna say it, it definitely comes off better on the network than what it did live, but it was still a great show, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, right, so with that said, Danny. Whoever's making the background noise Kindly shut up um, <laughs> Basically Danny you went to Ring of Honour Didn't you
1: Yeah first of all I think I'm going to have to get A, a, a crapper a mic because this Must pick up everything that I uh, That I do I only shut the door over lightly And you said I'd walked into the door or something So uh, anyway um, Saturday morning um, Relax watch the match with you I don't remember being rough, I'm going to be honest with you. I remember probably being a bit tired, um, but other than that, not, nothing nothing much. Um, really relaxing day because we went over to the, you know, Lake Florence Arena. You uh, know, was University of New Orleans, I think. Um, building was absolutely fantastic. Um, we get in there, we, as we were approaching the kingdom outside, they were doing the whole conspiracy thing the Bullet Club were getting favouritism in in Ring of Honour. So they were outside, standing on a car. Matt Taven was absolutely hilarious. Um, He was calling people Melvins, and anyone who walked past with a Bullet Club t-shirt was getting shit off. and um, It was really, really fun. So we get inside, and they do a Festival of Honour every year. This is going to be the first time in New York that it's going to be chargeable. The last couple of years, they've done it for free. And they do have a couple of dark matches. They have shows in terms of uh, autographs, uh, sessions, which you do have to pay for. But they also have um, Q&As in the ring with people. Uh, You can ask and get your photo taken by the set um, or the stage. Really good build-up. I'm drinking loads, um, seeing a load of people, chatting to everyone. Um, Weirdly, I asked for a margarita pizza. Do you know
2: what that is, or is this a Liverpool thing? Margarita, yeah, it's just a normal. Cheese and onion. Che- cheese and onion. Cheese and tomato
0: pizza. Yeah,
2: cheese and tomato. Yeah, yeah, So I yeah. asked for a they margarita
0: call it,
2: pizza. They call, it a, they call
1: it a cheese pizza, don't they, in America, I think. Well, I, I learned this, and I asked for a margarita <laughs> pizza, and she thought it was hilarious. Oh, we don't do cocktails with a pizza store. I said, shut <laughs> up, you slag, and do me pizza. No, I didn't say that. I. Didn't. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just said, oh, what's the. Can I. Well, I'll have the. Well, whatever you've got. And it was cheese and tomatoes. So I thought you're fucking. Make it swat out of me in front of people. Um, so yeah, got me. Uh, got me Margarita Pizza. Um, met up with Kev um, and a few other people from the group. And then I ended up watching this. The dark matches where they were doing a women's tournament and it was the semi finals. Um, in the dark matches, it was uh, Kelly Klein versus Mayu Iwatani and Sumi Sakai versus Tennille Dashwood. Um, Tennille Dashwood lost this match, which shocked me, I'll be honest with you. Um, Kelly Klein and uh, Sumi Sakai went through. I am not Super Sumi Sakai's biggest fan. I don't find it interesting. I think have got so much talent in that women's division. And to have Sumi Sakai as champion for as long as she was, you know, it just. I don't understand it Um, The Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malanis And the Hawks Brothers Versus the Motor City Machine Guns Very standard match, not much to it Um, And then Chucky T versus Jonathan Gresham Which was fantastic Uh, This proper show gets started Um, I'll just go through the main Matches because I realise we're getting getting, Having a great deal of time For me this was the best show Of the Wrestlemania weekend No, no, no,
0: Danny, Danny You've got as long as you want, my friend. Honestly, these these window cleaning customers—they can wait. I'm not asked as long as go as long as we want. That's right? We can do one. Okay, nice. um, okay. Oh, K- and another point. Can I just say, Sumi K- Sakai is Simi Sakai is fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, I I try not to be as you know horrible as you. Um, but yeah, how yeah, did I she know.
0: win the first ever title? Go on, carry on. Sorry.
1: No, I, I agree with you. Um, so we've got the uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Chucky T. I love watching Jonathan Gresham. Uh, one of my favourite wrestlers to watch at the moment. It doesn't matter I who agree. he's in with. He he puts on a great performance. Um, Punishment Martinez versus Tamahiro Ishii. Um, it was a, it, it was it was a good match. It was that was a. Uh, one of the best matches of the night was up next: Kota Ibushi versus Hangman Page. Fucking out some of the spots. Hangman Page never fails to impress me. He's so good, and for his size, some of the stuff that he does is absolutely unbelievable. When you look at him, you think you, you see him as either a brawler or a grappler, but some of the shit this guy can do is just absolutely unbelievable. I think this was the one of the highest rated. Matches by Dave Meltzer the uh, the whole weekend, um, and th- it it was just really really good to watch. And then it was unfortunately... a great match, were not it? Oh mate, it, I, it I've, so... I've
0: watched that back, and it was so good. I really, I really, Danny, sorry to cut you off thought the Ring of Honor show was great. I really, really enjoyed watching it back. And just so, so, do you remember? I know you just heard you talking about that Punishment Martinez match. Do you remember Martinez doing some crazy spot in that match? I can't think what it was now. He but, like just really dive and nearly died. Yeah, yeah well, that,
1: uh, that looks, you know, when you see, um, do you remember Hernandez from TNA? Yeah. Sean Hernandez. Yeah.
3: Great.
1: He can he can fly out of the ring, and he's a huge guy, and it looks really impressive. But it only looks impressive because he does it well. Punishment Martinez, sometimes he is foot at the top rope. He'll fuck it up. He'll, he'll get his rotation wrong. It, 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 some of the things he can do are fantastic for a man of size. However, it doesn't always look the best. That's all I'd say.
0: Yeah. So back to the match we were talking about. You,
1: yeah, it was unfortunately Sumi Sakai versus Kelly Klein.
0: Oh, um, why?
1: Kelly Klein, I I think is fantastic. I think she's very similar uh, to Shayna Baszler. Um, however, this this match, the, the finish seemed like it was a mistake. It seemed like it shouldn't have happened, and then people just reacted to it. Um, I, I don't know. You know, when you get one of those weird counts from a referee. Um it seemed to be one of them. I don't know what had happened, whether somebody, whether Kelly Klein got injured during the match, and they just called an audible to change the title and give it to Sumi Sakai. Or whether that was the plan all along, I don't know, but there, there certainly seemed to be something a little bit wrong with the finish. Um now I think this next match was the highest the highest rated match of WrestleMania weekend, and it was um the six-man. Tag match, um, so Callon censored Daniels, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky, uh, defeated Flip Gordon and the Bucks. Um, this was like a 25 minute ladder match, and it, it, you were interested the whole match. There wasn't like lulls, you know, like n- normally with a match, will be a lull and a flow, and this was just 25 minutes of pure energy. Some of the spots, Nick Jackson to the majority does, is absolutely amazing there. Every time I watch a match like this, like a Ladder Wars match, I'm totally shocked how people don't do themselves a long-term injury.
0: Yeah, see, I don't like ladder matches, but if you've got the Young Bucks in them, they make them great. I think they're really, this is less, but they're great in ladder matches, the Young Bucks.
1: Yeah no I totally agree Then another really good match um, I think Briscoe's who I love I I love the promos I love watching them, I love the fact that they've been in Ring of Honor For so long Um, They defeated uh, Tanahashi and Jay Lethal um, A thrown together team Perhaps but since then Tanahashi and Jay Lethal have teamed up Quite a lot when they've been on um, Global War shows And War of the World shows So that Really they, good they teamed up good. on the
0: on a rising show the other week yes they did
1: they did you're right it was
0: um part of tanahashi and lethal um
1: so after that it was a television title um silas young uh beats kenny king um silas young i think can be fantastic um i, I really dig his character i think he's a fantastic wrestler. Don't like Kenny King, I'm bored of him, I'm just too used to having the same character over the years. Um, then it was the Bully Ray turn, um, it was Rhett Titus and Will Ferrara versus uh, Cheeseburger and Bully Ray, and that's when he started turning on all the ROH young boys. And um, it, it, was, it was a no contest, it, not, it went on for about five minutes. At this point, I'm starting to get really tired because. I'd had um, the flight over uh, when I was drunk And um, then I went out I got a little more drunk We got in about 2 o'clock from the WrestleCon show Then obviously the Saturday Was eventful again out all the, Up early, out all day um, Got a bit of a sleep And then I went out to this show so Bear in mind I went to this at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon This is now pushing 10 o'clock at night um, On not much sleep And a couple of days drinking
3: then, well, Danny, I'll... Danny,
0: the crazy thing about this was the Ring of Honor show started before NXT, didn't it? Yeah. And I remember getting back to the hotel and you weren't there. And I thought, yeah. sure. It, it, the Ring of Honor show just kept going on and on and on. And I was back at the hotel when I thought, oh, Danny will be back. Because obviously NXT started just after, I think. Um, yeah. And then you, you were still there. And even an hour after um, I'd been back, you still weren't back. And then you walked through the door, and you'd had to leave early, didn't you? I think that's what. Yeah. Well, I didn't have to
1: have to. But also, just to say as well, that this was five minutes from in a, in an Uber from our hotel. Um, it wasn't the case where you'd come out of uh, come out of Smoothie King Center. You were there and waiting for the taxi with the crowds. This was five minutes away, so. However, this match was just—I loved it. I, I watched it, watched it back several times since uh, Cody Rhodes um, versus Kenny Omega, uh, the first time the two had met, and it was basically—it—it um, it, it was about forty. I don't know whether it was forty, forty-five minutes, um, and it, it was a typical. Kenny Omega match. It was it wasn't the WWE main event style that the Cody usually works. It was um, something completely different. The bump that ran Brandy Rhodes took as well. Um, you know, absolutely unbelievable. If any, if you watch any match over this weekend, if you want to go back and watch any, I'd recommend you go and watch this. Um, the last, the main events which I I left through. I think it was. I walked out of the arena about quarter past 12 at night, um, and it was good, but I was literally, I'd fallen asleep a couple of times during the match, not because it was bad, just because I was absolutely exhausted. Um, And it was Dalton Castle versus Marty Scale. Um, Dalton Castle. Had you
0: left? Had you left at this point, yeah?
1: I I had watched about 15 minutes of the match, um, and well, in and out of sleep as I said, literally falling asleep a couple of times in my seat for a couple of seconds and w- woken up um, so it was just that point I, I had to leave, I just, I, I was falling asleep each and every time, I would close my eyes, um, so about 15 minutes into this match I left
0: Yeah, it wasn't it weird that Dalton Castle retained I really thought that was going to be Marty's moment in Ring of Honour yeah, he was getting so I'll, over. I think a lot of us did, um, and I've looked back on this
1: match now since since being there, and I've really enjoyed the match. However, you yeah, could you tell know. that you could tell that the crowd at this point, after having such a high with Cody and Kenny Omega, the crowd, everyone was just knackered. Everyone was absolutely I knackered. Know. So I'd lost interest in the match. The fact that i would fallen asleep a couple of times didn't help, um, and I just. At this point, I was convinced um, that Marty Scale wasn't going to win. And I went home, um, come back to you, and we had a little chat about things. uh, And then I just basically fell asleep and got myself prepared for WrestleMania Sunday.
0: Yeah, so, that I always say, the ring, I'm jealous that I didn't go to that Ring of Honour show with you, because as I've said, I, that was one of the first things I did, said hello to my little girl, and I stuck the Ring of Honour show on when I got, I'm joking, but a few days after we got back, <laughs> I, sho- I, sh- I, sho- I shoved the Ring of Honour show, and I watched it back, I think it was the Saturday night, because um, I didn't go to QPRV Preston, and I thought, this is a great show, I re- I thought this show... It had, it did, it had maybe two bad matches on it. I'm thinking of the women's match and I'm thinking maybe the Kenny King match wasn't great, but for the most part, they was all really good. Like they're all around say three and a half stars. If you're looking at the Meltzer range, it was, I thought the show was really good. The building was good. Um, I loved Kenny Omega against Cody Rhodes. The Bushi versus Hangman Page was one of my favorite matches from last year. Um, so yeah, I was really jealous of you, Danny, that you was at this show um, and I'm so so happy that this year the Ring of Honor show is on a different day to NXT. So thank you <laughs> WWE. It's the best thing you've done in a while by putting NXT back a day.
1: I think they've Bringing been forced into. I think they've been forced yeah. into that. Mate, I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as um, G1 Supercar was announced and they sold it out so quickly, WWE have realised. Look, we've got fucking Hall of Fame on, and nobody cares about the Hall of Fame it's nice, don't get me wrong, I think it's better to watch on television than it is to be at, yeah. but no one fucking cares, as you say, $8, $8 the tickets were going for on the day. So, WWE have made a sensible um, a sensible decision, but it also works in the favour of wrestling fans as well.
0: Yeah. Are you going to NXT or not? I'm sure you said you were doing something else.
3: <laughs>
1: no, I'm not. Um, I'm going to... Uh, over the course of the, the first couple of times that have been i've gradually reduced what wrestling i 'm going to watch because i don 't want to be in a situation where it was at the r o h show where i 'm fucking falling asleep i 'm not tired and i 'm not seeing sights and you know touristy sites in the city um so i've reduced my wrestling down so i'm going to going to be going to um the new york city f c match with you um and then It'll be Ring of Honor the next day So I'm basically going to sit in the hotel Get a pizza Watch the network um, Pizza and a six pack of beer And just chill and watch NXT From the uh, oh, comfort of fuck
0: Fucking hell Get yourself there Danny You've gone all the I'm way get... to New York You've I'm never been to the NXT TakeOver I have been to an NXT TakeOver Or
1: oh,
2: well, the NXT TakeOver in London. London
1: Did you go oh, to that God. Danny?
2: Cause... Yes mate, yeah I I remember going to I think I picked up a ticket about two weeks before the show. I was like, oh, right. I it. and that that, that that would have been the first time I'd gone to any any sort of event by myself up in Wembley. Oh, I, oh,
3: I, and I, then I...
2: and then and then we went to Wembley together last year, didn't we? Yes we did.
1: Oh. Um just to say Dan, I did look into getting um NXT tickets for this coming year. However, they would be two hundred and sixteen dollars. If it got on you, if it got a, a uh, nosebleed, and then plus fees, I'm not paying that. much
0: No, you will You know that they'll, they'll come down. Trust me, they will come. You know what it's like at WrestleMania. Some idiot uh... like, "I'm selling my NXT ticket because I want to sit at home and have a pizza." <laughs> Someone will come up to us and say that.
1: Well, I'm <laughs> getting old. No, um, you know, I'm not like you, young people that uh, they can go out every night and get Get destroyed. Um,
0: ah, yeah. So I only went out three nights here. Three nights. That was it.
2: Oh, I went Well, no you went out
0: every night, Sean. You're an animal. And it in what I will definitely not be doing right in New York is going out when there's a big wrestling show. I'm gonna get the going out the first few days, and then when it gets to the weekend, like there, there's not a chance. I am. You know when it's the New Japan show and Ring of Honor show. There is no chance I'm doing anything that Saturday night after
2: it. Yeah, see, I, I think that's because it would go until two o'clock in
1: the fucking morning if it was anything about, like last year.
2: I think I think if that was what? the problem with New Orleans though. Was it was it was such a big party atmosphere? You couldn't yeah. help yeah. But, you couldn't help but go out. Yeah, in, it was, it was one just of just a
0: yeah, it's one of them WrestleManias that if you go every year, you just think, right, just got to roll with it here. Whereas New York probably isn't going to be quite like that. Oh, I'm with Neil, so I'm sure he'll do his best to turn it into that. <laughs> he'll be wanting to go to every, every... And I'm with G. Oh my God, I'm with G as well, flipping out. This guy goes out every weekend. Anyway, so... The Ring of Honor show's finished. The NXT NXT show. I've been talking to you for too long there, Sean. NXT. The NXT (laughs) show is finished. The Ring of Honor show's finished. It's Sunday morning. It is the moment we'd all been waiting for the weekend. I felt like we'd been in New Orleans for about six months. It is here. WrestleMania day. We walk out the hotel room. It's cloudy. It's rainy. It's miserable. It's like a Sunday afternoon in Manchester. We, uh Danny, we we went to Subway, didn't we, with Mancudi and Chris?
1: Ah, yes, we did, we did. Lovely, Chris. Um, quick Subway bite to eat. Um, they had like white chocolate and raspberry cookies that were amazing. um And then we got took our ten minute taxi drive around to the. Round we went at a relaxed pace, didn't we? I said we had a relaxed yeah. morning, and then we went out the day at a relaxed pace, didn't we?
0: All oh, right, yeah. It just cut off though. That was all you might cut off, I think, for a second on my end. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm it. It yeah. cut Yeah. Yeah. Apologies. Want um, me to repeat that? No, no, you're fine. Um, yeah. I heard you. Right. So we get there, don't we, to the building? I remember. Um, I'm thinking. Obviously, Danny, we was in Orlando a year before, and it was roasting outside the building, wasn't it? Yes, it was like literally boiling. We get there. I think you went. did you collect your ticket from Will call? Oh no, that was me, weren't it? And you went into the shop, <laughs> yes, yeah, and I bought the uh the pendant that's around my neck that is still got orange stains on it to this day. Um, <laughs> but yeah So we got that um, And I remember thinking We met up didn't we Sean with you on the steps Where they yeah. had like a live concert outside yeah, yeah, um, Where that statue was Um, Yeah so I remember thinking Danny outside the building it was the easiest I've ever had it getting into a Wrestlemania The queue was about 10 minutes And you were in
1: yeah, very similar. Um, at first, it looked massive, and then you realised that there was actually a couple of queues, and once it was open, everyone was just got in. Mobile yeah. tickets, so it was, it was straight in, it was fantastic. Yeah,
2: a lot yeah, more organised. It was so before the doors opened, that was the only like loud yeah. anticipation, right. weren't
0: it? Me and Danny have been to a Wrestlemania before. Sean, this was your first Wrestlemania, so I want you to tell all of our beautiful and some of the ugly listeners what it was like for you on this day as you arrive at the building. This is your first Wrestlemania.
2: Talk us so, through that. Like I said, we was, were was just outside the building. We were just chatting, or chilling out, waiting waiting, waiting around sort of like before we went off and queued. And... We all went to our separate gates to go in, and I'm I'm stood there. I'm going, fucking hell! I oh, I'm 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 here, you know this this is actually happening. We get in, I go straight into my straight to my row, straight to my seat, and I I'm literally stood up for a good five or ten minutes, just taking it all in, just looking around, going, wow. Like I was speechless, going, I've I've dreamt about doing this for years, and I'm actually finally here. And this whole week has just been amazing. But yeah, was, it was this. Yeah, the stage I was, I was, as well. I bet that was amazing seeing that walking in for that first time. Yeah, it was actually you walk in and it's just it, it hits you that you're actually there. Yeah. The only problem was, we'd all got really
0: good friends, have not we? And we was all sat apart from each other. I remember being there and thinking, this would be better if we were all sat together. Yeah.
2: That, that, that was going on my side. Own. Yeah, I I'll, was I'll sat, I'll yeah. sat on my own. I was like, okay. But, you know, next year, I'm sure we can get tickets yeah. together or something. Yeah, so. well, this year, there's four of us sat next to each other, but so that'll be a
0: little bit. because I always feel at WrestleMania, I end up sat next to some idiot. This year, there's a guy that sat next to me, he was alright, and then as the show's going on, he's complaining about wanting to go home and stuff and whinging about every match, and I'm thinking, oh, shut up. Oh,
2: no, see, you just I think had... you are, you're not me on a podcast. I had, um uh, on the road behind me, I had, this, uh, I had this family, I think it was maybe the uh, two little kids and the parents, and the little boy was the wrestling fan, and he was telling his mum who the people were and like what's going on. And I was like, you know what, this is what it's all about. Like I was just like having a little, having a little smile to myself because everyone was just enjoying the whole show. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I was saying
1: in the in the last episode, Sean, about you know seeing kids enjoying it and and really having having the fantastic time and thinking it must be absolutely magic magical for them. And then you've got some dickhead like Dan shouting Cena sucks next to them when they're dressed in fucking John <laughs> Cena T shirts all the way. But yeah, yeah. no uh, did you was it i big you John Cena. From- yeah. Was it what you expected Sean? Uh yeah it was it was a l lo- it was I don't, Go I don't on, know out to it. Sean
2: <laughs> We've been in there for two hours. I'm losing fuck, my words. Fuck
0: you. Exactly. Go on.
2: It's yeah, only no. one of the
0: biggest moments of your life. WrestleMania, yeah. and you,
2: go on. Yeah, exactly. I'm speechless still. I'm like, because I'm sat there. <laughs> the one thing that I popped the most for and if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have wanted it. And I said that from the beginning was your Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, I I said before I said if I wasn't there live, I didn't want him to be there. Because the way he finished 33 was perfect. As soon as I bought that ticket, I was like, he needs to he needs to show up. He needs to be there. I need to hear that gong live at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. So let's go back to the start of the show, yeah? So you get in your seats so we've got a bit of time haven't we so we can go into a bit of detail with with the show as yeah. i'm sure that's what people want to hear about our experience at the show so getting your seats did you get any food any drink any merchandise or just a general walk around i went up to the top tier of the building and um, stood on the top row i could see danny at some point and um, got to the top row and i've got to say even on the top row of that arena it was still a good view wow. I, I was surprised it was a re- it was such a good arena it's my, Danny, I'm just interested in your view on this Do you think it's better at Wrestlemania Indoors or outdoors? It's a tough one
1: That building was special um, yeah, I think because, very special. because Because of what had happened At 30 as well um, And the whole The whole sense of the, the feeling around the town you were, you were so Glad to be there It was so welcoming And you, this this arena was it, it, it was one it's the it's one of the city skyline it was like the, the one of the most iconic things in the city football team played there and when you walked in the way the stage was set up was amazing and um, it was so loud and it was just so vast so I think you, there was an, an immediate warmth to the building I think the stadiums yeah. look fantastic they don't always sound fantastic when you're there.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, I want to
1: actually
0: Yeah, I would from... yeah, completely agree. Um the atmosphere at the start at the start of this show was amazing. It obviously petered out as we went on. But we start with a 30-man Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Um do you remember this match? It was it was a very confusing ending, were not it? Cuz if you remember Bray Wyatt came in and helped Matt Hardy to win and they were both stood taller as we thought oh, from my point of view. It looked like to me like it, there were still two people left matt hardy and bray wyatt that's how i thought anyway um so did you enjoy this match danny the battle royal
1: i didn't wouldn't say it was it was great however it was fun um and i think when you it's the first the first match out everyone's everyone's ready for for the big event. Everyone's been sitting there maybe for an hour and it's just happy to see people out in the ring. And I think that's possibly the best way I could describe it.
0: Yeah, because for I, at the other manias I've been to, I've never noticed as many people there for the first pre-show match. This building was full at the start yeah. of this match. Um, I Matt Hardy wins this match. And I've got to say, for me at WrestleMania, something always seems to happen with Matt Hardy. WrestleMania 31... He was in the same hotel as us. He had a drink with us in the hotel <laughs> bar in San Jose. Um, There's that picture where he pulls my mate's pants down. Um, WrestleMania 33, he gave us the biggest pop of that WrestleMania, returning with WWE. And then WrestleMania 34, I'm smashed in the middle of Bourbon Street, and he walks down it shouting delete. So at WrestleMania, <laughs> something always seems to happen with Matt Hardy. Um so, yeah, glad he got the win. Um, next, we had Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali for the vacant Cruiserweight Championship. This match was good live, but the crowd went that into it. That was my takes from the match. Yeah, totally agree.
1: I really, really enjoyed the match. But as you said, nobody seemed to care.
2: Yeah, that's what I was feeling as well. Because I feel like because it's 205 Live, no one really no one really watches 205 Live compared to Raw and SmackDown. So they don't, I don't feel as invested in the matches.
0: Yeah, that's the problem with it. isn't it? But it was a really good match. Um, next, we had the final match of the pre show, which was the 20 woman women's battle royal. Um, Naomi wins by eliminating Bailey. A bit of a surprise win for me in this match, but it was a good atmosphere, weren't it? In this match, I remember thinking Bailey's really over. Um, I think Sasha Banks was in the match as well. She was over. What were you two? Did you to enjoy this match? I'm sure you enjoyed the winner danny Oh, always oh
1: no it was it was it was good um i think Bailey and sasha they're always gonna be involved in each other with each other, aren't they whether it's as friends or as enemies um it was it was it was a good match though mm. it's hard to say much more about it these things seem to melt into one but it it was all right.
0: Yeah, yeah and then is. we get the main video package. So, Sean, for you, this is your first WrestleMania. And I remember the first time I was there, the video package hits that you're at WrestleMania. You know that loads of people around the world are watching the pyro goes off. I bet at this point you were buzzing, weren't you?
2: Yeah, I was, like, like I said before, like when I first got in there, I was, I was just in shock that I was actually there. And then the video package hits, the pyro hits, that first entrance music hits and you are like come on let's let, let's get this going this let's, let's make this the best show possible and we start the show with Seth Rollins versus The Miz
0: versus Finn Balor triple threat match intercontinental championship from my point of view this match live was Unbelievable the atmosphere. I remember thinking, wow, the crowd are so into this match considering we're in a big stadium. It's um, the Miz was,
2: was, was in the match, that's why. Right,
0: let's not bring a negative on it. Um, so <laughs> these three people they're having a great match. I've since been back and watched this match, and it was probably a just short of four stars. It was a really, really good match, but it was nowhere near as good as it was live. Live, this was amazing. I don't know how you two feel about that
1: it was it was a great match i, I thought I, i've watched this a number of times um it's probably my go-to match for this wrestlemania um i i know what you're saying that it felt it felt so good in there um but i i think it, i think it comes out well on tv as well i really enjoyed the match um seth rollins and the finn Balor probably turned me turned me Top four of well, top five or six guys that I've got at the moment really enjoyed seeing this match, and they, everyone looked good, including the Miz.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Miz, to be fair to him, he held up in this match, didn't he? Go on, Sean, your first ever live main
2: show match at WrestleMania.
0: Talk us through it.
2: I remember when Seth Rollins came out and the burn it down part of his music hit. <laughs> literally, the roof blew off that arena. It was ridiculous how loud that was.
1: I think yeah. at
2: that at that point, I can't remember
1: who it was. Somebody from the Mania um, crew had put up on the Facebook after the burn it down um, part of the music, and he it, it come out. Uh, they they put something on the the Facebook saying a uh, notice to all tradesmen in the New Orleans area uh please attend the superdome immediately as the uh as the fucking roof's just being blown off the building, which <laughs> I thought was quite a cool thing. I can't remember who'd done it though
2: yeah it was yeah uh yeah no the ma- the match was good it was good it was good solid match it was a, it was a great opener, but I think it was the best match <laughs> a in- good solid season.
0: match is that your description of your first ever live wrestlemania match? It was a good solid match I- this is, reminds me of the Impact Zone podcast, Sean. Bit, uh, what are you giving it? A star rating? About uh, two and a
2: quarter. Yeah, about, about two and a third. <laughs> 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 no, oh, oh, uh, yeah. go on
0: then. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Sean. So, yeah, it was a really good match wearing it live. And it, as Danny said, he thought it held up live on the VOD um, next, we had a match which some people thought was the match of the night. Uh, I wouldn't quite say that, but it was it was another really, really good match, weren't it? Charlotte beating, surprisingly for some, for me included, defeating Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. What was your thoughts on this match, Sean?
2: See, all I remember from this it was people in the Mania chat texting all oh. the way through Mania going, why is this on second? They should be main event. I'm like... There's like there's about 15 matches on the card, and not everyone can main event the fucking show, just sit there and, and enjoy it. Yeah, it was it my was Wi-Fi
0: bad... was bad in this building, so I couldn't really get any of these messages you're on about. Go on, Danny.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it was about this time I'm used to the group for a while. Um, it, 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 it I, I didn't understand it. It was a, it was a great match, and all, all you can moan about placements of a match all you want. However, when you sat there and you're watching this amazing show from this amazing stadium with a good crowd at this point, it just seemed a little petty um, to be arguing about it. But it is what it is. I don't mean to talk shit about people, but I, I just thought it was it, it was a little bit silly to be talking about it at, at, to such length.
0: Yeah. It- well, I'll put it into perspective, right? WrestleMania. Tw- this was on second year. WrestleMania 22 had a Torrey Wilson versus Candice Michelle match go on just before the main event. So, with WWE, if you're not the main event, you're probably better to
2: go on at the start. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because that, you get that's the thing, though. Towards the end. If you remember back at WrestleMania 30, they had Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. The streak ended. And then they had the women's battle royal. After yeah. that match, Nate, because you, they, you need to, you, you need AJ. that ruler match in between the two main events.
0: Yeah. Because WWE what? are like New Japan, are they, where they can have main event, main event, main event? Because the fans in WWE, their heads fall off. They can't yeah. cope with it. Well, the best the, the, buffer match.
1: What we've got to recognize is uh, I don't like fatal four ways, three way dances to, to a great three. They can be done well, like was done with. The Miz and, um, Seth Rollins, and what's-his-face, uh, Finn Balor. But I, typically I don't like Fatal 4-Ways, and it seems like a lot of the time they will just throw, especially the women's matches at the moment, because there's such a, a push towards equality, which is completely understandable. But they just throw as many people in the match as they've done it. Every WrestleMania, they did it a couple of times last, last yeah. year as well. There's that many. We actually saw a really, really good match, a singles match between two of the best wrestlers yeah. on on that card, not women wrestlers. Asuka and Charlotte Flair are two of the very best the wrestlers. performers. No.
3: Uh,
1: exactly.
0: Um, I don't look at it and, and think that was a great women's match. It was a great match.
1: Yeah, and if anything goes... You know, to prove to prove otherwise, this was it, it. Went on fifteen minutes. It got fifteen minutes at WrestleMania for a singles match, and it was really, really good.
2: Yeah, it, it was good, and no one, no one could call the finish either before the match.
1: They were like, "Well, I, I expected Asuka to go over." To be honest with
2: you, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. People were like, "Oh, yeah," but Charlotte's the only feasible one who could. Beat her, but yeah, are they going to let Oscar lose a streak? It was, it was a toss up in between, weren't it?
0: Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. This was a really good match. Um, I'd say, like this year, Oscar, you just know Danny, don't you? They're going to come up with some stupid five way, six way match for her to defend the title in that is completely forgettable. You want the women in one on one matches, for me anyway, at least. (laughs)
1: Uh, and obviously, the, the, the tag team titles will probably def- be defended in the kickoff show, the pre-show, um, which is fine. But I just I, I feel like that not not only in women's I think it's more prevalent in women's matches at big shows. However, you get the feeling they just want everyone to get on the WrestleMania card, don't they? Um, they want everyone to have that experience of going to the big show, and it, it, it cheapens it and it weakens the card for me. I um, it's Two of the very best um, go at it, rather than seeing one match with ten different uh, performers.
0: Yeah, I was saying this in the in our group chat yesterday to Martin. Sometimes you just I, I feel like look at the U.S. title scene this year. Yeah, Samoa Joe is the champion, right? And they're working towards Samoa Joe versus our truth versus um, Ray, versus Cian Almas, just give us Ray versus Cian Almas, or give us Samoa Joe versus Ray Mysterio one-on-one, let them have a great match, do you know what I mean, to me you save these fatal four-ways and triple threats for your B-level pay-per-views, they're all right for them sort of shows, but on, I don't know, I might just be traditionalist, I like a one-on-one, if you're watching a UFC card, they're not going to have a fatal four-way for the title, are they? I know it's completely different, but for me, I like one-on-ones. Maybe the odd multi-person match. I, 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 don't, mind,
2: I don't mind multi-person matches when the storyline needs it. Yeah. When, like my, be- my, my best example would be WrestleMania 20, the world title match of that, HBK, Triple H, and Chris Benoit. That worked perfect with M3 with the storyline going into it. But it's when they just would have been better if it was Benoit, Sean. Huh? So it would have been better with Benoit and Sean, but go on. (laughs) No, see, we won't get into that now. But I think when they, like I said, when they just chuck people into the match just to get them on the card, it it does weaken the card. It, It weakens the whole show.
0: Yeah. Which gets us into our next match, which is Jinder Mahal beating Randy Orton, Bobby Roode and Rusev. So these were just thrown together, four guys. Put it this way, I can barely even remember this match until I'm looking at the notes here in front of me, right? How over was Rusev at this WrestleMania? He he was so hot going into it.
2: Yeah, he he, he should have won it.
0: Yeah, because we we seen him. We were smash-walking to basketball, if you remember, Sean, and we seen him on top of that balcony. Do you remember? Yeah. When everyone was that's chanting Rusev Day at him. Yeah, because yeah, that's on the
2: WrestleMania 24, isn't it, for New World
0: Oh, League. yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I say, this match, you could have easily had Randy Orton defending the title against Rusev. Do you know what I mean? That would have been so over. But instead, we had a bit of a buffer match, the Fatal 4-Way, where Jinder Mahal won the title. What a waste that was. They've messed up with Rusev, haven't they? He was
2: so over a year ago with Aiden English. Yeah, he's he's died down again now, but yeah, that they should they should have done something with him last year properly rather than just let him fade away.
0: Unnecessarily split him up. So next, everyone, we have what was this everyone's match of the night? It was easily for me. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I could not believe how amazing this match was live. It oh, was. It, I was on the edge of
2: my seat. Yeah, it, I think everyone in the, in the whole stadium was. It was absolutely amazing. Like, I never I, I, I never expected Ronda to be so natural and good in the ring, but I also I thought I think it helped that Triple H let Ronda get so much offense on her. On him, sorry.
0: Yeah. This match, it made me want to see Ronda versus Triple H. (laughs) I'd love to see that. Did you not enjoy it, Danny? I'm sure I heard you say something. I I said it was shite.
1: No, it was my match of the night. Joking aside, um, I don't know. I I understand what you're saying, Sean, in terms of Triple H letting her get so much offence in. But in reality... um, she, she she could have killed nearly enough everyone probably with the exception of Kate Angle in that match if she actually wanted to um, and with ease um, legitimately but I see what you're saying getting it in in a in a wrestling sense this yeah. was fantastic and I think what made it even better was the fact that the big shock when she came out at Royal Rumble it, it had been talked about however, seeing her seeing alive and then not hearing her really talk that much because she's not a great promo and the fact that she pointed to the sign about the mailing sign about three times and then left, it didn't really inspire much confidence that she was gonna be she was gonna take well to wrestling. And then it's a debut performance and she fucking kills her. She absolutely kills her. Um and she has done uh I know there's We won't get into the Ronda Rousey storyline currently, but she has had the best rookie year for me since Kurt Angle.
0: Yeah, her, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar have all had amazing first years and they all come from a real background, don't they? Which I don't know what that says, but the first years of those three have been fantastic. I just felt like this. Do you know what? The rumours were before they were trying to get The Rock to be the partner of Ronda Rousey. I am so glad that The Rock probably said no, and it was Kurt. It worked perfectly. Yeah. Um, It It was so good. For me, this is the best match I've seen at WrestleMania. Would you say the same, Danny? There was nothing Um, on the 33 card that was as good uh, as this, uh, I do not think. Aside
1: from the Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt match from 33. um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It, it probably was, yeah. I really enjoyed the charlotte Nascar match. Though. Um, this seemed a little bit more heated, though the crowd were up for it. The shock of seeing Ronda Rousey come out and start laying punches into Triple H and then picking him up and throwing him here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, um, and yeah. At
0: some point, they should have had um, Rousey tap Stephanie out. It was so hot at that point. And they kept it going for another two or three minutes. I remember thinking they should have done it then. Um, ended the match But it was still For Ronda Rousey To be in a 20 minute match Be it a tag team match And a debut Was pretty Pretty sp- When it was you the think Of minutes, WrestleMania probably, yeah. Yeah, 20, it was,
2: it, 20 minutes
0: was, 40 seconds Got it, it was the longest on
2: the card.
0: Right yeah, Okay Let's face it in 10 years time You know when you get The WrestleMania program Or whatever And people say Oh do you remember WrestleMania 34 The first thing that people say Oh that was Ronda Rousey's Debut weren't it That'll be the take From this show yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. So yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Sean, I bet you enjoyed this match. This was probably your first what great match at WrestleMania. Charlotte Oscar, I suppose you could say it was great, but
2: yeah, I'd say I I, I preferred this one. I preferred the Ronda match to Charlotte Oscar. Just because I, I was on the edge of my seat for the whole match. I was everyone was everyone was standing up around me. Everyone was so hyped for this match. Like, like, there wasn't one quiet spot from the fans. It was everyone
0: was just in shock how good Ronda was, weren't they? I think that's what got everyone going. Oh wow! Yeah, but, yeah. This is this is the sort of match you couldn't see anywhere else but WrestleMania, which I think helps make it special. Um, now I feel so sorry for the guys going on after this. On paper, this could have been great. The Usos in their first ever singles match at WrestleMania versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. (laughs) Harper and Rowan in a triple threat for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Too short, weren't it? Too short.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I I I don't know whether I would have liked it to have gone any longer at the same time. It was a short match, but... I wa- the Bludgeon Brothers, I'm not really that into. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't give a shiny shake, to be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah but they yeah. can go as a tag team. Especially with anyone, think, if you put the Usos on the New Day in there, you'd expect a better match.
2: I think I, I think I would have preferred just... I know we've seen it multiple times, but I think I would have just preferred Usos versus the New yeah. Day. Yeah, They've had some great yeah. matches, haven't they? Yeah, um, but I tell you what, looking at this, I remember at the time thinking this could
0: be one of the great WrestleManias. We had a really good opener, we had a great Charlotte Oscar match, an okay fatal four way, and a great Kurt Angle Rousey against the authority match. And sh- Danny, much like WrestleMania 33, this show was a great opening half of the show, and then the second half just sort of peters out for me. It was they were so similar, the two shows, I think, in terms of that.
1: Yeah, maybe, um, maybe so. I, I don't know what, whether it's the energy of the crowds as well. Um, I think we said last last week there was a, a definite lull last year in 33, but the crowd got back up during the end because it was The Undertaker and because it was Brock Lesnar-Goldberg. I don't think they ever got over uh, the lull in the middle, the crowd. I, I don't know. Whether yeah. it, cause it, because it was so long or they just weren't interested.
0: Um I think the John Cena Undertaker match, sort of like people were a bit, oh, only two minutes, but they was up for it. Where they that the I crowd think that, didn't get any. I think loud. that
2: I think that picked the crowd back up. Yeah. Do,
0: after the time
2: do, that.
1: do you know what? I'll be honest with you. You you said to me there that that um, Ronda Rousey matched, um Kurt Angle with Shane and Trip sorry Stephanie and Triple H, went twenty minutes, and that surprised me in a good way because. It didn't feel like it went for twenty minutes. It, uh, do, do you understand what I mean? It just felt like a really yeah, good yeah. match. Yeah. The time, the That's time, you it seemed to make a difference. And I've got to be honest, I didn't realise that the Undertaker versus John Cena was such a short match.
2: I don't that, think that, it did. Oh, really, it's because there no. was so much before the actual bell rang that went on. That's probably why. We've not
0: even spoke about Cena being in the crowd, have we? That was like the ongoing story. Cena was in the crowd. Eli- the problem was Eli- oh, Elias comes out. They have a long segment, <laughs> and it was just.
1: But I, I thought this match, the the like two minutes, two and a half minutes, whatever it was, I, because of all the pomp and ceremony around the Undertaker coming back, is the, the iconic entrances. I've got to be honest, I enjoyed this match. Um, I think. I remember saying to people, and I I honestly, it shocked me seeing how short it was, because I remember saying to people, The Undertaker looked so much better in this match than he did at 33. He just looked healthier. And
2: I I honestly don't know why, but I haven't realised it was so short. See, yeah. Everyone was thinking that he was going to come back as the American Badass. Yeah, they were, weren't they? Because of who got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Everyone was yeah. thinking, "Oh, come on! He's he's got he's got to come he, if he's coming back, he's got to come back." You know, on the motorbike. What? Who got inducted into the Hall of Fame? Kid Rock.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, flip the I forgot about that. You know, so
2: yeah, I think Sean, all... Sean
1: wasn't as drunk as you thought he was. See, <laughs> see.
0: Uh, Wikipedia <laughs> is your friend um, Yeah, so The Undertaker comes out, Donnie It was a great moment, but for me The match, I didn't think it even went as long as two minutes I just remember Cena going for a five-knuckle shuffle Undertaker gets up Hits him with his finish, and that was that um, For me, Undertaker-Cena Was a match I'd wanted to see At a WrestleMania Probably since WrestleMania 21-22 I thought it should have been done by now Because everyone would have been crapping themselves Cena was going to end the streak. And they waited, they waited, they waited to the point where it was just... Plus the build-up for this story, we had it every week, Cena coming out, his Undertaker coming, his Undertaker, all that build. And then for it just to be a two-minute match, I was a bit disappointed. And people were like, oh, it's all he can work now, which is bollocks. Because about three weeks later in Saudi Arabia, he had a 10-15-minute match with Rusev. So I don't know why they didn't do this here because John Cena could have got a good match out of the Undertaker, but it was a memorable moment. But as I say, it wasn't as memorable as the Ronda Rousey stuff, and it should have been for me. It should have been Undertaker Cena, Undertaker return should have been one of the main takes from this WrestleMania, and for me, it just got lost in the shuffle.
2: Yeah, I see. I, I remember it because it's my it's my first WrestleMania. Ev- everyone wants to see the Undertaker at WrestleMania, regardless if. Regardless, you want to see him there. You know, so I was going, oh. When that gong hit, I think everyone in the crowd actually lost their shit. Like, I've got a couple of videos from my phone, and I rewatched them last night. And I was like, even still, that is giving me chills. As if. See, to me, Danny, I don't know if you feel the same. I was a bit... I,
0: I don't know. I felt like I was... So happy to be there for his last ever match against Roman Reigns. We had that finish at the last WrestleMania. I was a bit like, "You're really coming back a year later? Do you know what I mean, Danny?" So, that was like the end of Armenia, were not it? The year
2: before. Yeah, so yeah. I really want. That's to see what him I was back. saying, though. Like, if I wasn't there, I I was dead against Undertaker coming back.
0: But yeah,
2: I was being It'd be selfish.
0: Like Ric Flair if Ric Flair came back the year after Shawn Michaels pinned him, I know he came back in TNA, but say <laughs> if he like randomly had a match at WrestleMania 30, 25, yeah. we like, what? Like we had all the thank you, taker stuff the next night on Raw after 33, and it was just, yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. We had the, the, this was one of the main stories going into this WrestleMania, the shot return of Daniel Bryan to the ring. We all thought Bryan was finished with WWE, they magically cleared in three weeks before and the story had worked out perfectly that it was going to be Brian and Shane against Owens and Zayn. Um, I was so excited for this match. WWE booked it all wrong. They had Brian taken out at the start of the match. And for me, this was what killed the crowd. Brian was down for about 10 minutes, if you remember. And we had 10 minutes of Owens and Zayn beating down Shane McMahon. And I don't think the crowd recovered from that.
1: I can see why they did not um, they've yeah. they've gone for, they've gone for the uh, injured superstar who's just come back straight from the off, and then they built up a great they wanted to build up a great deal of heat by picking on the non wrestler Shane McMahon, and then for Daniel Bryan to come back and to, uh, to you know to make the the heroes return. It didn't work, it, or did it? It didn't work. It, 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 I, I, I I couldn't tell you why. Um, I think because. Maybe we've seen so many good matches. We know how good Daniel Bryan is, whether he's going 15 minutes, half an hour or an hour. The, the guy can work. And to see uh, basically on his ass for 13 minutes of a 15-minute match, it didn't work. I
0: think, Danny, we'd waited long enough for Bryan to return two years. Yeah. We didn't need to wait another 10 minutes. They didn't yeah. need to do Ex- this. They should have gone all out eight minutes. Flying everywhere, brawling. That's it. Do you know what I mean? I thought fifteen minutes. It was a bit daft.
2: Yeah, he, he, they, they shouldn't. They should. I can, like, like Danny said, I can understand why they take, like, why they booked it like that, why they took him out. But he was out for too long. Yeah, you know, if if he yeah. was, if he was maybe, if they'd maybe attacked him on the way down to the ramp, and he was down for five minutes, okay. It's not as bad as being down for two-thirds of the match.
0: Yeah. It is crazy to think they actually contacted Chris Jericho to be Daniel Bryan's partner for this match because Shane was injured um, yeah. in the build-up to the match. Yeah, I think he, he had a he hernia got, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he
2: got quite ill, didn't he, on, um, on a vacation? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it was still a great moment though weren't it to see Daniel Bryan live in the ring for me personally he's one of my all time favourites, I was just happy to see him I wasn't bothered about the match just to see him stood there in front of that crowd in New Orleans where he had the greatest moment of his career, it was just a great story and I was looking back fondly on being there for that moment
3: When I was forced to retire, it was one of the hardest days of my life.
4: Over 15 years in his career. We've seen
3: people capture hearts before, but we will never see another Daniel Bryan. Here I stand, unbroken, with these people behind me. You need to fight for your dreams. And if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you.
0: Yeah, totally agree, uh, totally agree, but I think the match could have been better. Yeah, definitely. So next we had Oh Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Now, look, this, is, this goes back to the argument before people say, why is the Charlotte match on so early? They put the other women's match on so late and nobody cared. I myself left, got my first beer of the day, didn't watch this match. I'm guessing
2: I don't know what you two did. So talk oh, us through I, this. I...
1: I was way past my first beer at this point, way, way past
2: I <laughs> I was being sensible for this. I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not getting drunk. I actually want to remember WrestleMania. I want to be able to just take it all in." I think I had maybe one or two beers throughout the show. That was it. You fucking made up for it after, though, didn't you? You Did <laughs> know. Um,
0: right. So next we had AJ Styles versus. Shinsuke Nakamura, the biggest disappointment on the show to most people. What went wrong with this? What, what are your two thoughts on why it went wrong?
2: They, they just booked it wrong. They, Is that what it was. Yeah, they, they, they should have turned Nakamura or AJ two months before, or even just a month before WrestleMania. So they had. The hill versus face storyline, rather than face versus face, and I think I think that's why it went wrong, why it didn't connect the crowd. Yeah, definitely. What is Danny doing? Um,
0: right, well, so well, well, yeah, for me.
1: Well, well, what's, what? What? Well, what's? What? are you saying this? Sounds like, he was like building an
2: extension. It sounded like you were having a piss or something.
1: No, literally literally just opened the wooden door. There's this I, I not really need to get this microphone sorted out. Uh
0: what was your thoughts on AJ Nakamura Danny? What what do you think went wrong with it? Um it was I
1: don't think it was a bad match. Um I It wasn't a bad match. What leaves, what leaves a sour taste in people's mouth is the way that it finished. Yeah. Um the, the if if you go over and look at look at that match and uh, watch over it again, if that finished with a phenomenal forearm or you know a, a, a top finish, which it all needed, and I get they were trying to build up a um, you know a, a feud that would go on and on and turn turn Shinsuke and give that proper heel baby face dynamic, then I get that. You don't do it with a fucking shot to the nutbag. You know what I mean. It, there's better ways of getting somebody disqualified. And out of the match. I mean, it's fucking WrestleMania for God's sake. You don't. You just don't do that.
0: Yeah. Well, AJ wins the match, don't he? AJ won this match clean.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, he did. I do apologise. I've been mean, my mind has gone. But it's. I don't know, mate. The way the way it happened, you would expect a great match from two two guys. Um, I don't know. It just it for just, me, did, the
0: know, match me. it goes right. What happens is it, you you picture a classic New Japan match. The first fifteen minutes of a classic New Japan match sort of go like this. Do you know what I mean? Where the works like an old corner match, typical old corner match. The fifteen minutes, yeah, it's nice work, and then it peaks to the final ten minutes where they're going all out, hitting all the moves, kicking out of everyone's finish. We basically just got the first fifteen minutes of a New Japan match followed. By a phenomenal forearm and a one-two-three, that was basically yeah. for me what happened. They missed the ten-minute chunk out at the end, and yeah, it was annoying because the problem is sometimes you go into a match thinking it's going to be a classic. We, we've seen them have a classic match, and it doesn't live up to it. And this so, was, yeah. I was-
1: What I'll do is I'll apologize there because I was trying to get my charger for my laptop because it's dying steadily. So I wasn't really taking much notice of what I was saying. Um, But going back to the Shinsuke versus AJ match, um, do you remember when I think there was a ladder match in a pay per view a couple of months early? It was a multi man ladder match. um, Yeah, Money in
0: the Bank the year before. I remember remember. Do you remember
1: the first time? AJ and Shinsuke stared at each other and they faced each other down.
0: And the reaction. AJ Styles, Nakamura, AJ Styles, Nakamura. That was going back and forth, weren't it? While he was brawling on top of that ladder.
1: That that for me should have said the fans are into this. We need a we need the classic because WWE can pull out classics. You know, you, you look at the night after Mania. I think it was one year with them, um, or the uh, a, couple, uh, a row after Mania. Um, Shawn Michaels and John Cena. I think it was a few weeks after after Mania because he on. They were, they were in London and they pulled. I think was they were an hour.
0: Amazing. Yeah, yes. it was amazing. The, the match was needed. People shit on Nakamura and AJ. The match wasn't laid out to be a classic, was it? It wasn't. This was a match you'd expect to main event SmackDown with a turn at the end.
2: Yeah.
0: It's... Definitely. mate. definitely.
2: Yeah. That's, that's why um, I said they, they should have turned him before WrestleMania. I don't think. Yeah. They, they, they definitely shouldn't have done it at WrestleMania. It was. Yeah. It just didn't work. You
0: wanted that big WrestleMania. They were more bothered, I think, about the moment after the match than the actual match itself, which. How do you, only WWE could mess up AJ Styles versus Nakamura They went up to have a four match feud And the matches were, they were alright Do you know what I mean, there was nothing I was like, wow that was a great match
2: Yeah but they, they all ended in the same way With a low blow Every single one of them Yeah Yeah
1: A uh, bit of a waste, hopefully they can improve on it in the future Because at the moment they've got Nakamura doing absolutely nothing and, it, as I say, he looks like an extra from fucking Cocktail at the moment.
0: Oh, and now the heel turn has failed miserably. He needs to go back to being a face. I'd love to see the face Nakamura that first came into WWE against, say, the heel Daniel Bryan. That'd be great. But... They just wasted him, aren't they? What is he in a tag team with Rusev? Think how over Rusev and Nakamura were at this WrestleMania just before the show to where they are now. They're in a meaningless tag team doing nothing. Yeah, um, but hey, what do we have next, Danny? Your favorite thing on the show. Talk us through this epic moment. Oh, oh well,
1: well, where do I begin? Um... You've heard of uh, the Ricky Steamboat, uh, Ric Flair matches. You've heard of Kenny Omega and uh, Kazuchiro Kada. This was a level above. Um, first of all, we were getting names thrown at us: was Samoa Joe going to return? Was this, that, and the other going to happen? But no, no. This was uh, this was the debut of Nicholas.
2: <laughs> you deserve uh, it. You deserve it. it.
0: It was, it was stupid. It was annoying. I don't even want to talk about it. The next night at Raw, everyone's chanting, we want Nicholas. I'm looking around thinking, who the fuck are these idiots? I'm sat around with Bella. Oh, that was
2: me. Anyway. <laughs> that, that, that would have been me <laughs> as well.
0: Idiots. We want Nicholas. By reacting like that, you're encouraging WWE to pull this shit again. I tell you what, Braun Strowman is in a comedy match this year at WrestleMania, isn't he? Against yes. these, I don't know if you've seen the build-up, against these two Nobody's from Hollywood, yeah, or whatever. Ever they're from, whatever shit all they're from, right? And you just know it's Braun Strowman against these two. I bet it has a run in from Nicholas because WWE. Listen to all you bell ends reacting to this shit, and now they think, oh, our idiot fans like this. Let's do it again. So well done, lads. The best
1: there was, <laughs> the best that is, and the best that ever will be. <laughs>
0: it is now time, Sean, for your first. Ever WrestleMania main event, we have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. How excited were you for this match going into it,
2: Sean? I think at this point, with the show being so long, I, I, I've lost all interest. Not not all interest, but I was definitely on a down period. Of oh, okay, we've been in here what six hours at this point. Yeah. You You need that killer
0: match, don't you, to main event. If you're in there for that long, you need a a Becky title winner, a Kofi Kingston title match, or a Daniel Bryan winning the title at Mania 30. You need something like that if you're doing such a long show. And we had a heel that nobody liked against a baby face that had, what, empathy from the crowd. Nobody wanted to see this match. It was a great match at 31. I don't know if... I'm guessing you've both seen it. I was there live. That was great. I really enjoyed that match. But... It just didn't work, did it? We had a chance of Johnny Gargano. Yeah, uh, the, the, Danny, the crowd, what are your thoughts about this? The crowd
1: had no interest. Yeah, the, the crowd oh, didn't have an interest. I felt I felt a bit sorry for both of them, to be quite honest with you. It wasn't a great match, but it certainly wasn't terrible. Um, it, I don't know whether it shows to me the, the hipsterdom of wrestling sometimes, especially at WrestleMania when you've got all the, a, a lot of these guys People like us who, I don't know. <laughs> you you look at it and you, these two didn't put on that bad a match. It wasn't no, the,
2: the bad at, wasn't at all. Too bad. The
1: storyline could have been better, and the build up could certainly have been better. However, we talk. We've talked at length before in pubs and the shows, and especially with you, Dan. The way the crowds react, I was pissed off because the crowd and the people around me really spoiled my enjoyment of this match um just by trying to be cool smart fans um right. and Johnny Johnny and that it, 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 you, it's it's my opinion people are pay for the tickets and they can do what they want however when they're just trying to get themselves over and be ha ha look at look at what that mania crowd did and when it was done i remember the fir- the first time i remember it being done was to, to that something like this well, was the Big Show Batista and Batista in an ECW um, show. Yeah, change their channel. Change the channel, the, yeah. the channel and uh, you remember, you noticed it. And it was done for. A, it, it was different than it was done for a reason. This was totally against the ECW that everyone knew. However, now it just seems crowds are doing it to get over, and we'll probably get onto the whole beach ball right. fucking thing. Well, Danny,
0: uh, yeah. I'm going to interrupt and disagree. Right, I agree. we always bitch about crowd. I'm the first one. I hate it. I hate it when crowds ruin shows. Right, but for me, I just want to go into this. Right, we were given this match for WrestleMania: Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, I think you'd both agree it wasn't a match that we weren't. Nobody really wanted that to be our WrestleMania main event. I'm guessing I'm right with that. Yeah, okay, no, nobody right? really wanted it we, to be on the. We want someone to be someone that we love to be in the main event of WrestleMania. We've all flown across the world for this, right? So in this match, this to me was people sending that message to Vince McMahon to say, look, we do not want to see at the time Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania again against Brock Lesnar. Two people were not that into. So we're gonna shit on this match. And I think because people shitted on this match, it has taught WWE a message and a lesson. And if you look at this year's WrestleMania, what are the stories going into it? the most over babyface at the moment, Becky Lynch. She's fighting for the main title. Kofi Kingston, they've listened to the fans for once, and they've said, right, we know you don't want Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens at Mania. We're going to give you Kofi Kingston. He's fighting for the title. Seth Rollins, a very popular babyface, is fighting for the title. So we've now got three great stories of three fan favorites fighting for the belt at WrestleMania, whereas a year before we had this, and I think it's partly down, to how we reacted to this match, they don't want that again. So I but think it was worth it.
1: Weren't you calling him, um Seth Rollins beige or um uh, before?
0: No, I was saying Seth Rollins has cooled off because they've not booked him correctly. But so, I'm in the minority. No, I I I do. I I I I,
1: I really like, like seeing Rollins as well. I'm not calling him, however. I think this could have been. It, it wasn't going to be a great, great main event, but I think the like the likes of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I'm not talking about Vince McMahon or whatever. They've gone in there and tried to give a good performance, and if they'd have given the best match in the world, this would have been shit on it. It, it was. But, I, I think.
0: But- we're not going to lie on our backs, roll over, and let Vince McMahon fuck us in the ass and give us a shit WrestleMania match that we don't want to see. We stood our ground and said, no, we don't want this anymore. And now, a year later, we've got three matches that
2: everyone wants to see. What about but the people that did? What about the people that didn't want to watch it? But yeah, we've still what, got Brock as, oh, as the Universal Champion. Brock is a
0: great wrestler.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm not denying that. But he should not be the champion. He should be Why? there.
0: Box office.
2: Yeah, He should be there for a spectacle. He should be there to promote a big match. Don't have him as the champion if he's not going to. He shouldn't be there for being the champion if he's not going to be there every week. He, or not even every week. He's there, what, four times a year? Well, it, it means nothing to the title. You need someone there to help build stories. Have mini feuds in between the big pay-per-views. Not just, oh, I'm going to have Paul Heyman come out and say how good I am, and then I'm going to face this person in Saudi Arabia somewhere. Yeah, I see your point,
0: if, that, if that's exactly how you feel. I know what you mean. You, should, you really want the champion there every week, but still. So, this match, what can anyone remember the chants that were going on? I remember Johnny Gargano, but I can't remember much else. Um, there, was,
1: there was a lot of this is boring and the yeah. usual... Uh,
2: shit.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was just... The only thing I remember is I can't remember walking out of a WrestleMania before and thinking... Uh, thought, uh, what?" Let's be honest, Danny. The fact that they were going to book a heel to win clean in the main event of WrestleMania and then just go off air. I thought that was bizarre. You think WrestleMania, they want to give you that... Do you know what I mean? It's the pinnacle of your year, of the wrestling year. And to just book that, I just thought was no. Nah, it was a depressing ending to the show.
2: Yeah, it, I'm not arguing.
1: I'm not arguing with the booking. What, what I'm saying is, there's a really what I thought was could have been an enjoyable match, and it was fucking ruined by
0: people around me. And I think it was that, the bigger picture. What was the bigger picture? The fact that Vince McMahon now knows if he's going to put someone in the main event that he wants to be in, that nobody else really wants to be in, the fans aren't going to put up with it. Wrestling fans are too nice these days.
1: Right, okay. You've heard of a bloke called Hulk Hogan, haven't you?
0: Unfortunately, yes.
1: Yeah, okay. So back in the day, you can go back to 1991 and people were telling Vince McMahon the same thing. In less direct ways because the time has changed Vince McMahon still booked him. Vince McMahon will do what Vince McMahon wants to do And you can either go along with it And take the rough with the smooth This isn't like You know, this isn't a revolution This isn't something that's going to be led And we're going to tell Vince McMahon this, that or the other He will do what he wants to do Whether you like it or not Or whether anyone else likes it or not Now this is this is just the way it is. This has been going on for years. It's not going to make a difference. The only thing that that achieved was spoiling it for a lot of other people.
0: So you think that Vince McMahon was going to book Kofi Kingston in the main event at WrestleMania this year? If Without does, the fan reaction? If he does, he was never does. Ever going to do it. We did that. The fans did if that. He, the fans got Daniel Bryan. At if we hadn't have opened our is man, that going to main and WWE, he, I think it could do. He's the most older <laughs> of the three at the moment. Right? It's You've not, got it. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: If it weren't for these fans chanting and beach balls and stuff, we'd have had Batista and Randy Orton main event WrestleMania
2: 30. Yeah, but that, that, was, that was, what, five no, years that's, ago? That's, and, that's still, and still, in between that time, Vince is just booking what he wants. So it, does, oh. it, does, it doesn't make a difference if, if we shout and chant or if we sit there in silence. He's he's still going to book whatever he wants to book. He he he, it does make a difference. He's a businessman and he books what he thinks is going to get the most money on that final show. I don't think anyone
0: went to this show for Lesnar against Reigns, but whatever. I'm not saying they did. I'm just
1: saying the enjoyment of a lot of people was taken away from that match by people thinking they were cool.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I totally regret my Johnny Gargano chance, the throwing of beach balls, and this is boring chance. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, so, yes, the match, actually, like I say, Danny, I don't think it was a bad match. I have rewatched I didn't like the fact they kept doing the spear. That was a bit weird, wasn't it? What was it? Five spears, six spears or something. Not F5, yeah. F5, F5, that was it.
2: It's better than it 20 German suplexes.
0: Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that worked well in the Daniel Bryan match, you know, when he fought back from it.
2: Yeah. But,
0: yeah, so that was a pretty <laughs> flat end to WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, it, it was. You could tell the crowd hadn't gone home happy, which I think, if you've got a big pay per view like that, you've got to send the, the crowd home happy. Yeah, definitely.
0: It's like maybe once you had Rollins. Yeah. We went to Bourbon Street, and we had a nice time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, do you know how really my, take is, my take is from that when we was on Bourbon Street? I remember you two discussing WCW for ages. Do you remember? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, We, we yeah. She, yeah. She, yeah, Sean, we're Sean was basically going to me, do you remember this match? And I'm going, no, no. I, I can't remember a great deal, Sean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, as much as I love WCW, I can't remember times, dates, places, and events.
0: So yeah. we, after so we'll put up the shot after the WrestleMania show we walked we walked didn't we back to Bourbon Street. Um it wasn't, that back it wasn't it was that about cold. a mile mile. Yeah, not even that. I remember Danny saying, Dan, what are you doing? Are you sure you're going the right way?
2: <laughs> but yeah, um we went back. Uh I don't know, where did we go? Was it Razoo's again? Yeah, yeah, we went to Razoo's, and I think it was this night. Because we managed to get a couple of the hand grenades into Razoo's because they didn't always let them in. Yeah, because you yeah, you yeah. said you two were going on. Have you had these? If you had these hand grenades and show went,
1: I'll go and get you one. They don't sell them here. Um, what? Well, so you two just fucked off down to another bar <laughs> and we put my hand grenade and frozen
2: one and come back with it. And then we and then we went back because there was a few others. They're like, Oh, how'd you get them in? We're like, oh, We just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> so we yes. we went back and we had four each trying to get back into this oh. into this bar, and the bouncer was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He was like, "Oh, oh we're going back in, mate." He was like, "No, you're not, <laughs> not with them." So we had to drink him <laughs> four. I, do you remember Sean? We were sat there on the dance floor. Do you
0: remember dancing to Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song?
2: <sighs> yeah. Do
0: you remember? <laughs> Shouting at the top of our lungs, Nakamura's theme song. Oh, great times! Whoa!
3: Whoa! 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 Whoa!
0: This is when you what
1: said I, Shayna Baszler, weren't it, Donny? Yeah. Um, what I remember from this is getting there and Chris was flying back the next day and me and Chris yeah. saying, we're going to stay for an hour um, and then we're going to get back. Chris stayed for an hour and a half. I got back in about three or four in the morning. Um, Shana Baszler walked in. I've got pictures with Jimmy Havoc, Trent Seven, uh, big cast walked in. He seemed like an absolutely arrogant bastard, um, I, I, and I talked a lot of sh- a lot of shit that night um, to a lot of people. Um, poor Chris, who's from um, the the group as well. He's from Edinburgh, but he's a Celtic fan. Um, I, I called him a fake Celtic fan, and. I had to go with his granddad because his granddad was the one who, started, who got him into sport in Celtic. <laughs> and Celtic and that he was from Edinburgh to, I can't even remember I have apologized to Chris so many times since then um so it was just it was a really really fun night it was a very drunken night those hand grenades hurricanes beers um it, it was so much fun though all the all the theme tunes going off everyone discussing it started quite civilized and it got Bad
0: from there. Yeah, yeah, there was like sat in and everyone like that were in the bar where there was like a big group of people from the WrestleMania chat. Gary, Gary was there, I remember.
2: Yeah, Gary, you had, Hunter, yeah. you had, you just had everyone in there just getting along, getting drunk. Yeah, it was a great night. Um, yeah, <laughs> a great night. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
3: <it> was... <laughs> right.
2: How much, we... How much did my Uber cost me that night? oh i don't know yeah so sounds- not, i was basically i was sick in
0: the back of sean's uber and he got how much how much did you get charged for it
2: so i gave the guy fifty dollars cash i woke up yeah. the next morning and he had charged me a hundred dollars oh god and i didn't actually have the cash on me did i nah <laughs> but you you was good i, I give you I- credit
0: I woke up basically covered <laughs> in sick on Sean's bathroom floor. <laughs> oh, that was brutal! I remember the next morning thinking, "Oh my god, did WrestleMania really happen yesterday?" My pendant's covered in orange marks. I was like, "Wow." The thing is, though, I genuinely didn't think we drank that much that night. I reckon I th- we had like three
2: or four of them hand grenades. That was it. Oh no, we we had more than that. We had about five. <laughs> we definitely had about five or six. And then yeah, exactly, but five or six drinks, you don't expect to be
0: yeah, sick but,
2: off five or six drinks. Yeah, but I saw I saw I saw people having one of them and getting absolutely rat on it. Right, right. right.
1: We, I, we, I had I had two of them and I'd had a hurricane as well, and then I was drinking beer between them, and we were doing shots if I remember correctly as well. So you I think you had more than that, Dan, I'm gonna yeah. be honest. And but
2: right. <laughs> I remember because you passed out in my, in my in, on my bathroom floor and I'm trying to find Danny's number in, in the Mania group chat because I knew you were staying in the same room Yeah, and what, what I, happened there? I, I just couldn't find I didn't know Like I didn't have you saved at the time so I was like, I don't know who you are there's so many Dans and Dannys in this chat I was like, okay but I managed to somehow find you on Facebook Yeah, I remember um, the next morning Tra- I didn't know where
0: we were. I just walked out of your hotel, Sean, and I was yeah. like, Where am I? So I thought I'll just keep walking and a bus went past. And it, it, I just thought I'm just gonna jump on it, see where it goes. So I got on it and it dropped me off like near Bourbon Street. And then somehow I got back to Daddy's hotel.
2: Well our yeah. hotel. I remember well, you, you waking up and you was like uh, where am I? I was like you're with me. And you just like walked I'm out. I was like, oh see you then yeah, I know.
0: I just remember thinking, "What the hell?" But it was like, I don't know. Are you, Sean, I don't get how you drank every night. I'm glad that I didn't drink every night.
2: Oh, uh, I, I think it's because it was my first WrestleMania, and I just wanted to properly yeah. go for it.
0: Yeah, I just drank three times, and that was pretty much that. So, I don't know what what. But the, I don't remember doing anything the Monday. I might be wrong. I know we went to Raw. <laughs> Oh no! We,
3: I,
2: I, I we stayed in
0: bed. All. Go on,
2: say again, Sean. Right? No, I, was, I said I went. Out, I went out again. After all.
1: Oh,
2: oh fucking hell, man! Oh, as if. See, we that was it for me and you, Danny. We was like, right, I, I
0: don't want to drink anymore. We'll just like go and have a mooch about, watch the shows, and that's it. This was it for us. We <laughs> yes. were boring like we,
2: older older people at this point. See, I, really? I, I didn't have a mental night like I did the night before, but. I remember being on Bourbon Street, and the atmosphere was so much better that night than what it was the night after Mania. Like you, just, you'd had you had like fifty people just pretending to wrestle. <laughs> well, this is after Raw. Yeah, this is after Raw. Down Bourbon Street, you had people hitting each other with road. Not like properly, but hitting each other with road signs, giving people stunners, giving people. I'm pretty sure I saw a power bomb at one point. Fucking you know. hell. Uh it sounds like we missed You know, I'm I'm stood there, I, I turn around, I see I see a couple of the progress guys. I'm like, Oh hello mate, how are you? Like a lot like just chatting to them, trying to be nice, trying to be a mark. Next thing I know, I'm with um that Ben who we met, who's training to be a wrestler, who we went to the basketball yeah. with. Next thing I know, we've ended up in in a strip club. Flipping out. <laughs> and then I'll meet in IHOP at six o'clock in the morning and I've not been to bed yet. Oh, <laughs> as if. You lot are crazy. Like,
0: seriously, I'm glad. I'm glad that I wasn't a part of that. So for the Raw show itself, uh, Danny, it wasn't really like the crazy Raw after Mania that in previous years, was it? No, it was. It, it sort of died down on it. There was... It was like a no, regular been... RAW, were not it? Yeah, it was very low
1: key. I think um, the 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 the, the, the uh, main event six man. It was decent decent match, a little bit of fun. Um, and was this was it this night that uh, Bobby Lashley come back? Yeah,
0: yeah, we had Lashley coming back. We had Ember Moon and AOP being called up. Jeff Hardy came back. Um, they were basically the big returns. I think Ronda Rousey opened up the show to a great reaction, where she like mm. took Stephanie McMahon's arm out. But do you remember they announced AJ versus Nakamura for the next night, and then it never happened? Yes. No, it was no it announced was, it for uh, the next night.
2: No, it, it was, was Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Daniel
0: Bryan. No, but they announced it. An advert came up saying tomorrow night on SmackDown, WWE Championship on the line: AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And then we got to the show, and it was Styles against Brian. Uh, I can't remember that, to be honest. As if I do. I remember being rough at that show, right? Thinking, oh, and no way Jose's music hit. And I was like, oh, my God, go away. Go away. It was on for about five minutes, and I was literally dying out.
2: Yeah, I I don't remember. I'm glad
0: that this year's WrestleMania isn't a drinking WrestleMania. Thank God for that. Yeah.
1: But, then, I mean, to, to they- be fair, we were all, I think, the, I, me and you were, were in bed for most of the day, not together, separate beds, thankfully. Um, we got up, we went to Raw. I can remember having hot dogs and trying to get a beer to get me to get a cure. Uh It wasn't a great Raw. We went back straight away and um, it got ourselves ready for basically what was the last day, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, was this the day where we see Neil smashed, or was that SmackDown?
2: No, no, that it was, was a... Raw, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, That it was Raw. Yeah, uh,
2: was it? I thought it was. What the so you like oh, went no. out again on the Tuesday? No, no, no. I I didn't go out on the Tuesday, but right, I know it. was been Monday. That I can't remember. No, I didn't. Go... I can't remember if it was the Monday or the Tuesday because me, Neil, Chris, and Matt. We was just like walking around the cathedral and stuff. We found Neil in a random bar like we always did. He was smashed by about two o'clock. But I can't remember if it was the Monday or the Tuesday. He, yeah, I remember that... seeing him smash. He walked past us.
0: smashed Danny when we were waiting for that Uber work, didn't he? We yeah.
2: Was, yeah. <laughs> we was um, walking down by the cathedral and you get all them tarot people. And he's like, oh, we we'll do your card reading. And he just sits down and let, lets this guy waffle shit to him about... Thirty-five
0: minutes. I remember seeing you, Sean. Right, and I remember thinking. I said to Danny, "I said, what is he got? You had like some white socks on, like pulled up to your knees. I remember thinking, <laughs> what, what's he doing? And I thought, I think Danny said to me, I think it's a southern thing or something. But I remember seeing you with these weird socks on, and I thought maybe nice, that's like you say that I've off.
2: got my socks pulled up, wearing a pair of shorts.
0: Really? Uh, honestly, if you, walked around, if you walked around Lancashire or Merseyside like that, you'd get your head kicked in. <laughs> right, so that was it. That was Raw. It wasn't the craziest Raw after Mania. They've sort of toned it down in recent years. Um, Danny Smackdown. down the next day. We went shopping in the big mall next to where Access was. Got some food. I got loads of presents for my little girl. It was just a relaxing final day, weren't it, Really? Well, it was a
1: relaxing final day for you, and we went to, to that mall thing, which was which was really nice. Actually, it was great, um, and it was just on the Mississippi, wasn't it? Um, and after that, I went and met my mate um, who I hadn't seen the whole week—a um, mate from home that I worked with, uh, Mike and his uh, his Mrs. Amy. Um, we went back on the booze in Bourbon Street, and it was three beers for um, three beers for whatever dollars. Um, we watched the second leg of Liverpool Man City. Um and then we went straight from there to uh SmackDown and me and Mike were both blooded it, went on the hand grenades again. Um but I just thought it's the last full day, I'm gonna make the most of it. Um went and met up with Chris, um, got um as I had a had a good few drinks. And then um, oh no, I didn't meet up with Chris. Sorry, he'd gone the day before. Uh, so we we got there and I went on more hot dogs to try and sober me up, and then more drinks to try and unsober me up. I had a boss night at SmackDown. I thought I don't know whether it was just because it was the last show, and I get quite reflective when it's the last show of the week. Um, I just sat there, enjoyed two oh five, enjoyed SmackDown um, again. Nothing really stand out matches. I think, but just a good entertaining show. What, what did you guys think? Was it just that I was that drunk? There's one thing no, it like, was
0: good. I was gonna say, there's one thing, didn't I we was have Sean? Did, didn't we have a New Day versus Usos match that was good, or was that the year before? Because you said you rather would have seen that. I don't remember, to be honest, I
2: can't recall. I the think they his. did, yeah, it was. It was the number one contenders match, yeah. Right, go on, Sean. What were you saying? Sorry. For I was going to say that the one thing I remember about that, about SmackDown on 205 Live, is I think it was during 205. There was the guy who sat on the floor level and he fell asleep and the whole arena was yeah. talking about him and he did not wake up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone was just going up and taking funny. selfies with him. Yeah, I remember that. that was funny, wasn't
0: it? What was that during 205 Live?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then, the, yeah uh, uh, and then they got the security guards. I don't know if they chucked him out or, or, or not because he was drunk or whatever, but yeah, that's what I mostly remember. Yeah. The guy from other the, parts
0: of like, the show, we, Paige got announced as the GM as she retired the night before. Yeah. Um, we had a Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match. And I remember sat there thinking, I'm watching Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, which a year before had seemed impossible. Yeah, and I it, think it, it was going to a good match as well. Yeah, and they caught it short, but I think wrestling fans have a tendency to, say like now, you could picture a match that you'd be like, oh my god, we'll never see that, I'd love to see it. And then when it actually happens, I sometimes feel like wrestling fans don't appreciate it that much. Like, you just get used to seeing it, like, Bryan wrestled AJ at the Royal Rumble and it was just just another match where it's people. Whereas, like, I think if you take a step back and you think, wow, we're seeing Bryan against AJ, a match, a dream match, and... yeah, that was it. The weekend yet again ends with Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. That was the match they tried to persuade us to stay after 2.05 live to see the exact same match from Orlando's SmackDown. Luckily, Danny didn't get kicked out this time.
1: <laughs> not this year, no.
0: That was it. That was the end of SmackDown. I always feel at SmackDown, it's a bit not sad, but like you said, Danny, it's reflective. You're looking back on the week, you know it's time to go home the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: mm-hmm. I, I and that's why I enjoy it. Some people get a bit down on it, but I it's like the last day. I thought take it, take advantage, have a good time. Don't look upon things as don't look upon things as a smart fan. Just try and appreciate what's in front of you. Have a laugh, you're there with your mates, you're thousands of miles away, you're in a place you've never been before. Just fucking appreciate it. And that's what I mean when I get when I talk about getting reflective about things. Just want to go back to what you just said there um, about um, AJ and um, Daniel Bryan and people not appreciating things. I remember putting up a Facebook post um, when Kenny Omega won the G1, and I I put up, uh, I can't believe a slim-built Gaijin bad guy has just won the G1 Climax 2016, man. Now, since 2016... We've had cross-promotional things. We've had the birth of AEW. We've had Chris Jericho turning up in New Japan Pro Wrestling. We've had all these amazing things that are going on. And yet, wrestling fans are, for some reason, still love to moan. You go back years ago, there was never any cross-promotion between WCW and WWE. There was very little done over in Japan. We've got this wonderful scene now in wrestling. With the indie scene, British scene, the international scene as well as WWE and I I just think you're absolutely right, we should be a lot more appreciative of what's in front of us no matter what company it is
0: Yeah, I agree it's the best time to be a wrestling fan in years, in years and
2: years Yeah Hunter, and like people. I remember oh, oh, living, being down in London and the only shows you would ever get would be WWE at Wembley or at the O2 or wherever they're holding it or you'd get like that little that little promotion that's got you know that dodgy ring with the wonky ropes and the wonky posts yeah. and about 15 families coming Around to watch it you know yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd 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 always turn up to that if I wasn't working i
1: uh, I mean I, I last year I saw this and then I saw and just general, I'll shut up now because
2: I realise we've gone
1: very long. But um, <laughs> the I seen the a New Japan, a junior heavyweight champion face off against the WWE champion in Pete Dunn at an independent show in Liverpool. That
0: it, it, shit has
1: never ever happened
0: before. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's it, just it, just it, it's just. Just a great time to be a wrestling fan, and it. When you look back at some of the shit we've like sat through, do you know what I mean? It's just worth it now to just appreciate it, even if you do get Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in your main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, so everyone, that is the end. We've got to SmackDown. We've we had an amazing trip. I'll start with you, Sean. Sean, what was your highlight of the trip, and what was the best match
2: you saw on the trip? I'd say my highlight. It wasn't any of the shows, it was meeting so many great people, the likes of you 2 everyone else that I met, I can 100% say that I made friends for life just by going to WrestleMania, going on my own, not knowing anyone I'm going with or I'm going to meet, and just having such a brilliant time with it. I mean... They probably could have put on Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for 17 matches at WrestleMania, and I still would say <laughs> it was the best week I've ever had. Amen, yeah. brother. It was just... It was great.
0: Danny, same to you. Highlight the trip. Best match you saw?
1: Yeah, no worries. um The best match I saw, it was between two. It was, be- it was between the Cody and Kenny at Ring of Honor um, and the... Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. versus Ishii at uh, RevPro um, I'm probably going to go just for the level of grandiose it was Kenny versus um, Cody um, Highlighted the trip um, it, I can't give you a highlight to be quite honest with you New Orleans was the best time of my life it was a great city, great people fantastic food, amazing nightlife um, the, I think I've explained it as the Nicest, most scummy, strangest, fun place I've ever been in my life because it was all of those things. And we, we haven't even talked about the weed van that was parked outside and oh. <laughs> then a pop up that would pop up at certain points just blatantly selling weed. Um, there's so much that we've missed out, but you know, I, I'm looking at a status Of wrote, it was just after you'd gone home on the Wednesday. Um, and I've Put up and said, I've sat here in my hotel room getting ready to leave for the airport in a few hours It gives me a chance to reflect on the last week. Firstly, I'm so grateful um, And so lucky to have experienced this. New Orleans is the best place I've ever been But to experience it with so many cool people makes it extra special. So thank you boys and girls to being a blast Um, That is all I wanted to say, again so very grateful to have been there had this experience, and I can't wait for New York, if it's half as good as New Orleans, we'll have an absolute ball
0: Yeah definitely, one of my worst memories just to quickly change pace, was flying from New Orleans New Orleans to New York, yeah Danny from New York, did I fly back to England? No, I flew to (laughs) Amsterdam so my trip ended in Amsterdam, which is the other side of England, the wrong way. And it's 7 a.m. in the morning. I've been flying for about 18 hours and there's full of zombies at Amsterdam airport. And I'm on this tiny flyby little plane flying back to Manchester. And then probably I'm going to be a nice person. That, well, it's true that my favourite highlight of my trip was getting back to the airport. And my little girl was waiting for me at the airport, which was a complete surprise to me. I loved it. But oh, that was nice. my favorite non-wrestling memory of the trip. But yeah, as I say, it just it looked back on this WrestleMania as I'm planning on going to the next 10. This will be the one I look back on as where well. we all became friends. We met great people. I just had a great time, didn't we? Yeah, 100%
2: Definitely. if this this is the year or well, last year was the year I actually felt back in love with wrestling. Yeah, like I've I've it's always been my go-to. I've always Chopped it on, put it on the telly. I've always followed it, but this was the year I actually fell back in love with it, and it's just it just made me love it even more because of the people.
0: Yeah. That so is- this year, Sh- Sean, this year you. Like everyone else on our followers, you can watch the WrestleMania newspaper diaries. We're going to be doing a daily YouTube video show where we just basically coverage, coverage our experience at WrestleMania. We'll be at baseball, basketball, football, indie shows, Mania, MSG. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Wrestling Newspaper Podcast for that. That's the end of the episode, lads. It's the longest episode I have ever done, but it's been It's been great. Been great on it. Really
2: enjoyed it, mate. It, yeah, it's it's been it's been good to be able to sit down with you too and just reflect back on how good that week was. I was I was listening yeah. to your thirty three episode the other day, and honestly, I was just getting so jealous that I'm not going this year. Yes, I'm. I'm go- okay. I'm going away with girlfriend on a lovely holiday. But I'm just so jealous that I'm not coming with you guys to New York.
0: <laughs> oh, you should
2: be. So, yeah, Danny, that's it. I will
0: see you, Sean, next year in Tampa. Danny, actually, I might see you at Brentford away, Sean. I'm not sure. Um, Danny, I will see you in New York in a few weeks. Um, So, yeah, like I just said, New Orleans, WrestleMania 34. You've heard our views on it. So, been a great episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know before I went to WrestleMania, I'd have loved to have listened to something like this. So give us your feedback. That's it. WrestleMania 34, New Orleans, Louisiana. It's over. Sean, Danny, everyone who's listening, see you later.